1: Hello, welcome back to the Spiro Avenue show. Justin Spiro here with you. I'm excited as I always am to be with you, but I'm particularly excited tonight because it's a little bit of history around here. Record-breaking. Chris Castellani back, breaking the tie with Tony Paul.
0: Uh, It's We've had a real back and forth here. I feel like it's, you know... It's Federer and Nadal trading off uh, Grand Slam championships over the last, uh, you know, a decade or so. If you want to throw Djokovic in there as well. Yeah. And I love Tony to death. And we'll definitely, we were talking about it in text uh, earlier this week. We got, we got to do a collab at some point.
1: I'm trying um, to. Yeah. You guys have some beef that I don't know there's about. There's
0: no, there's hey. no, no, you know, it's not beef on my part. It's complete laziness. There's people, there's, <laughs> I had a, um, I, I'll, I'll leave out who. I had, a, I had an athlete who needed, uh, some contact info recently from a coworker of mine. And I didn't, I couldn't bring myself to be like, I don't have his number. (laughs) Now, eventually I got it. Who
1: was trying to get the porn? That's what we were. It it wasn't
0: a porn. thing. it was, it was, uh, it was Dana beers. Who's wonderful. And who I hung out with uh, in East Lansing last week, but uh, I'm, I'm, I'm usually not good with that. I have a long time. Like you're a big Brandon Walker fan. And um, I ran into him when I was in Baton Rouge and I'm like, Hey man, I know we've been working with you for a year and I like you a lot, but, I've always been too afraid to ask for your number. <laughs> and he goes, he goes, why? And I just I don't know. He's the just,
1: one guy I probably, well, Big cats. He's like a cool guy too. He's one of the guys I would feel most comfortable with. He just doesn't give a shit, like in a good way. No, I, no,
0: I know, I know. But that that's a, no, it's a me thing. It's not like, yeah, it's not like he, I viewed him as an intimidating presence. I'm just weird in terms of, of collecting contact info. Do you for still some get res-
1: starstruck up there? Are you like, just, I because mean, you're, you're a huge, uh, stool is Barstool fan. Yeah, yeah. Like do you, When you're next to Portnoy in particular or Big Cat, like these guys that are so high profile, do you still even a year plus later be like, oh, shit, I'm like bumping knees with Dave Portnoy? Um, or is kind of like old hat? It's
0: or? not starstruck. Um, I, I get, and this is on brand, I get nervous around some of the women. But besides that, as nice as they've all been. Um, but no, not really. No, the one person truly if, that I think I would get legitimately starstruck uh, if I met him and I have not been able to, but he currently co-hosts the starting nine would be Jake Arrieta. Um, just because like, you know, in college, that was like my pitcher, Like, you know, there was appointment viewing besides that everyone there's too laid back for me to really be starstruck by it. It's cool, but it's not like a, I can't believe I'm meeting you thing. I've, I think I've, be, I've advanced beyond that stage, I think, but give it time. We'll see who else we hire.
1: Well, speak for yourself. Cause I'm starstruck in your presence. No matter how much <laughs> I'm around you, Chris, I, I remain in awe of, of your skills. So let's, let's put your skills to work today. Mm-hmm. Big game coming up Saturday. The biggest we all know about it. We don't have to do the whole pretext. Oh, they're both 11 and 0. We understand that. Mm-hmm. I want to get into just where you're at mentally the DraftKings odds, which is my degenerate app of choice. Has it at seven and a half, you know, and Ben pulled that earlier today when we were talking to A.J. Hawk, Ohio State legend. Yeah. So it's been, you know, I've seen it seven even, but at a worse juice. It's kind of hanging around right there. It
0: opened at nine, I believe. It it, it opened higher.
1: The look ahead line at the beginning of the year was like 16 or 16 and a half. Yeah, 16 and a half. It's a huge drop. So, I mean, it's been sliced more than in half. Where's Chris Castellani right now mentally going in? In my spot, I'm up and down if I'm in this game. I'm talking myself in the winning, losing, uh, in every fashion. Where are you at right now? It's
0: the most confident I've ever been going into the horseshoe. And I'm still not very confident. I think the, the, wh- last year changed so much. Because last year they made Superman bleed. And now they have an opportunity this year to knock him out. Um, there have been years. Um, some of them where I've been on this show, a lot of them not. Where I had I I knew they didn't have a snowballs chance in hell of winning that game. You know, the, the early part of the Rich Rod years, a lot of the Hoke years, though they bizarrely played up pretty good against Ohio State in some of those games, but I never figured that they would win. Um 2019, the when you know Michigan was nine and two playing at home, but Ohio State had Justin Field and Dobbins and Olave. And it's just like I this team's, you know, this is a death march. Now, in fairness, I was on here last year for this week and I thought that they would get walloped, and they played out of their minds and won the way I feel right now. I'm bizarrely calmer. Now ask me on Saturday. I'll be a nervous wreck. You know, this, this is how these things work as, as fans, but the way I view it is I know Michigan can win this game. Uh, Now, a lot of things need to go right. Uh, They're going to have to execute their game plan. They're going to have to be substantially better than they were uh, a, a week ago when they played Illinois. But, um, they've put themselves in position to have a fighter's chance. And right now, that's kind of all I can ask for. I'm not freaking out. Um, And I also think, unlike some other previous years like I brought up, despite being 11-0, this isn't an invincible Ohio State team. I think that there are are holes, there are things that you can potentially exploit that could help you win this game. But it's an uphill battle. Um, I think that line is fair at uh, 7, 7.5. So I'm, I'm, I'm okay with it right now. Like, I'm not, I'm not losing my mind. I'm not going in there thinking I'm about to watch a four-hour funeral. They can win this game. And uh, at this point, given the way things have gone over the last, you know, especially two years ago when there were questions about whether or not this guy should even be coaching here, um, I'm okay with where they're at. Uh, it won't make a loss any less heartbreaking, but it would make a win that much more euphoric
1: touching on last week briefly because you said they have to play much better than the Illinois showing which I think goes without saying you have as a sports fan when you're a big favorite at home in particular those scares where okay you're scared you're down maybe you're a little concerned but deep down you feel like you're gonna pull it out yes where were you in that game was there a point in the fourth quarter where you thought we're not okay
0: yeah there were a million points
1: Yes, so you work because there were some of that on Twitter, like, oh, calm down. Everything's fine. I honestly, I was paying more attention to my own problems than East Lansing. Right. I was like, checking yes. in on every fourth play. But from what I saw, every 20 every, every,
0: every yard field goal. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah stop it. <laughs> so, <laughs> I you had to throw it out there. That was,
1: I mean, can you kick? What's your eligibility? I mean, get, we'll get you out there. We'll see. Yeah, we yeah, I mean, can't do much worse than that. But I mean, so I take my opinion with a grain of salt because I was yeah. watching every fourth or fifth play. But from what I was watching in the flow of the game. I honestly thought Illinois was going to finish that off. I, I, I did it, too. It was not like, a, oh, the favorite will come back. I thought they had you. So you, you, you were kind of in that same boat. Hey, here's,
0: and this is where I'm going to balance it out. Michigan played their first 10 games of the year. And they played bad in a lot of first halves. And that's going to be something they're going to need to correct on Saturday. And we'll talk about it in a minute. Um, but there was never a moment in any of the first 10 games. Trailing at halftime against Penn State. Trailing at halftime against Rutgers. Uh, Iowa tried to make some late random run when they played each other down 10 to seven against Michigan state in the, in the first or second quarter, there was never truly a moment in which I said, they're losing this game. The Illinois one when I, and I was in not to reveal too much information, but I don't think he will care. Um, I was in uh, a group chat with, uh, you know, our friend, Anthony broom. And I said, I, I think we're losing this game. And, and now a huge reason for that was the Blake Corm injury. Um, and, uh, but beyond that, like, and I've I've had a lot of people, you know, fight me on this. I thought JJ played bad. I, like that was the big thing for Who's me. Who's fighting
1: you? Sorry. I'll t-
0: I'll tell you why. Who's
1: t- fighting you on that?
0: I'll tell you why. He was horrible. I'm I'm with you, and You're I like what I saw, and I like JJ, and I'm I'm I will I have defended him more than anyone, and we'll talk schematically why I think that there's been some some unjust criticism. He missed about three touchdowns. And on the other side, the receivers missed about three touchdowns. It was not all him. I can't I can't knock him necessarily for that. Ronnie Bell uh, had a pass he could have caught. Uh, Gash had a, a screen pass that would have been a touchdown. The, the best throw he made all day was the fourth down play to Andrell Anthony that he thought was uh, a free play. Perfect pass. Best throw of the day. Dropped it. Um, I think that the credit comes from the fact they had two fourth downs that if they had they had not converted them, would have lost them the game. He did make those throws. Now, to me, they were easy throws in the flat. They were, you know, di- the level of difficulty was was short. But, you know, I guess he showed a little bit of moxie. So, no, last week was the one where I'm like, dude, this this might be the, the, the one where they blow it. I thought for 90 percent of that game, they were outplayed. And I thought I thought B. coached a great game. They were tough. Um it was It was almost like a guilty feeling. It's like, man, they might have just won a game where they got outplayed. Um, and uh, thankfully, Jake Moody is God and was putting you know is is the best kicker in the country and, and saved him. but uh, all the issues that we talked about with Michigan throughout this season plagued them last weekend, Not putting the ball in the ed- end zone you get to the red zone. um defense, I think for the most part was fine, but a bad first halves. uh that that stuff much like, you know, last year when we came into this game, needs to be corrected if they want to win on, on uh, Saturday. It's, of course, it's obvious, and I've been the first to admit to it, this has been an easy schedule, okay? They've, re- they've played one team, all well, two, I'll say two, teams this year where I came into the game thinking, yeah, there's a pathway to them maybe losing. One was Iowa on the road just because I, Kinnick drives me nuts. Now, Iowa's offense is, you know, they might as, be, might as well be running the wishbone at this point. I mean, it's just a, ridiculous. Um, and, and Penn State. Um, and they steamrolled both of them. But in terms of mid-game, yeah, no, I was scared they were losing. I, I, I really was. I, I can't be, like, I posted the reaction of Moody making that last field goal where it was, I fell to the ground being like, whew. okay, survival. Now, had they have lost kind of wouldn't have mattered that much. Like if they beat Ohio State this, this week anyway, they're in the playoff. But um, it would have been a real, it would have been a heavy disappointment. And I'm not a believer, but for the record, in trap games. I think that's kind of an overused narrative. You either play a good football game or you don't. I don't think there was any guy in that team who's like, I'm not going to play as hard this week because next week's Ohio State. I
1: don't You're talking to a Michigan State fan. Like we're, we defined trap game like since 2000 and. One at least, maybe longer. That's, that's, we always lose our quote unquote draft
0: games. Yeah, so. I know. I know. It was. Um. It was. That was a scary game. I mean, that was the most tense Michigan game I've seen since the Ohio State game uh, last year. There were uh, many a moment. Uh, they do. They if they don't convert one of those two fourth downs, they're ten and one right now.
1: I had the Michigan Illinois game on my laptop, like on the little side table to the right, and Michigan State on the big screen. And I just looked to my right, and the timestamp may be a little off, but Illinois was. Driving already leading, and it was a fir- I think a first down. They took a shot in the end zone right when I turned. It was like the ball is in the air, yeah. And they missed a receiver in yep. the end zone to go up two scores, like five minutes left. That's pretty much game and, over. Well, and
0: they, you know what they, the play of the game that's gotten way overlooked was that it was a fourth and seven. Devito got out of the pocket, and Turner made an unbelievable tackle that saved the first down and probably saved the game. Like they needed to do about ten things in the fourth quarter of that game just to put themselves in position to get Jake Moody a shot to, uh, to uh, make that field goal. So, no, it was, it was remarkably nerve-wracking.
1: The game, I think, furthered the, to use the overused term, narrative that yeah. this is a team that has played a weak schedule. This is a, a flawed team that is, that is good. Uh, and there's no bad 11-0 team. But, no, the, you know, I'm sorry to cut you. No, go ahead. I think this team
0: is better than they were last year.
1: I, I disagree.
0: You just, well, I, I if, mean, they, that, if that, they,
1: that pass rush, with those two dudes, I mean, yeah, Hutch and Ojabo. Yeah, but
0: they've done kind of this money ball thing, man, where they've done it by committee this year. You had those two guys left, but it's a top five defense in the country again. And I think their secondary yep. is better.
1: They're good. They don't scare me. I, they just, the, the defense doesn't scare me at all. They're more just kind of a, all right, they're all right. solid. They're not great. They're, they don't have, they don't have the playmakers on that side of the ball. I, I just, okay in a weird way, I'm not ready to say I, I was wrong about McNamara-McCarthy. I think you had to make the switch. But I, maybe McNamara was a better Jim Harbaugh system quarterback. Maybe I was wrong. I'm not ready to go there yet. No, I, I, don't, I can't go there either. I'm not saying I'm there. I'm just, the, the door is creaked open. But that aside, yeah, yeah, this, 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 we can get back to that. That game certainly, because Illinois is not a bad team, but they're no great snakes. No. I, B-
0: I think, I think going to do a really good
1: job there. He's underrated. Yeah, to flame out in Arkansas and everyone overreacted.
0: Only coach in the Big Ten with three Big Ten conference titles. Yeah, he was rolling I, I, at Wisconsin. it with yeah, which is why, which is why it surprised me he left. But again, conversation for another day. SEC, yeah,
1: yeah. they all like that. But yeah, right. So anyway, <laughs> yeah, exactly. but it, it certainly did not help the the naysayers of Michigan and the people tripping on the schedule. Ohio State has some of these same problems. So today, Valenti and Rico were talking about this exact concept. Was this is it?
0: the Spider-Man meme uh, it, it, thing that he?
1: Well, yeah, we didn't grab that part of it. Okay. Like, just don't don't <laughs> jump the gun, Chris. Not everyone watches like you and I do with these <laughs> YouTube clips. Okay. It, right. was a, it is your show. A yeah. clip from the same segment, though, where he, he's talking about, and both of them are talking about, uh, and not just Michigan, Ohio State, too. Meh, like you know, the B-plus teams, are not, they're not so great. Let's, uh, let's take a look at that. This clip is from The Bouncy Show with Rico and was edited brilliantly by Evan Jenkins. It's the property of Odyssey and should not be seen by anyone ever. Like, can Michigan fans not put OSU on a pedestal? Can we not act like somehow these two teams are different? They're actually quite similar in that I don't think either of them special. And I may have to walk back what I thought was going to be a pretty solid take about six weeks ago. I thought the winner of this game was going to win the Natty. But all these two teams have done is fail to impress at every turn. We've been sold a bill of goods that maybe these two teams aren't as good as Fox has hyped them up to be the entire season. And by the way, the kid you put in there is not special. Like, that's the most underreported thing on the planet. Now, maybe J.J. has a coming out party in CBUS and becomes a legend. That's why we play the games. But I've seen next to nothing from him. All right, Chris, where do you land on this? Are okay. you in 2006 territory, one versus two, two Titans, the two best teams in college football, clashing head-to-head in Columbus, or is this more kind of Spider-Man, me Mike Valenzi saying two you know, flawed teams, good but flawed?
0: I never agreed with his take that the winner of the national championship was one of those two teams. Right? Georgia looks like they have 15 guys in the field when they play defense. I think they run away with this relatively easily. Last year's Michigan team was the best team they'd had since they'd won the national championship in 97. And Georgia made them look like, I always use this analogy, like Bishop Sycamore. Like, I mean, it was just not, that game was over on the first play when Georgia ran for eight yards. So I never bought into that. Um, in terms of not being impressive, you know, I know I just complained about the Illinois game, but look at the schedule. What else did you want them to do? They've shit pumped every team that they've played other than, uh, Illinois last week. I, I, and Maryland, Maryland was a close game, but that was, okay. That was a two touchdown game where Maryland scored with like 30 seconds left. So that was, the score may have been a little bit more deceiving, but, um, they are impressive teams. Uh, that, that's what annoys me now by impressive. If, if your barometer for impressive is, can you roll and win to the, and win the national championship? Are you 2019 LSU Then Okay, sure. But like, oh. the, the, I, I don't buy, I don't buy into that. Like they've, Look at how many teams in college football this year that were highly ranked teams coming into the year have either slipped up in a a road game, a big game, or just had bad years. Texas A&M was in the top five coming into the season. Look at what they're doing. Jimbo Fisher is probably going to might get his ass shit canned at some point in the next few years. So I don't I don't agree with the idea that they're not impressive. I think it is fair to say that Michigan's peak game was Penn State. And they probably have not played as well since that game. And Ohio State earlier in the year uh, looked like world beaters. The Northwestern game was a weird one. Last week against Maryland was a weird one. But I, I just I don't agree with the notion that these teams aren't impressive. But you, you, they've won every game. I, I, that, that part I disagree with. Um, but I do agree to a certain extent. That over the latter portion of the year, these two teams that at one point looked like they could be national championship contenders um, have
1: not played nearly as well as, as they did earlier in the season. I agree with you on Georgia, I, and I honestly I don't know why people were off on them to begin with. I understand they graduated half their defense. Look the guys and somehow stepped, got better. Well the they're guys so, that stepped in were great are supposed to be great.
0: they're so deep. Man.
1: I just, they're, they're loaded, so I'm with you yeah. on that. But take Georgia out of it for the sake of argument. Okay. Let's, let's give Lenny the benefit of the doubt that he's not saying that Michigan is a complete fraud or, you know, and same thing for Ohio State because he, he said Spider Man meme. So everything he said about Michigan, he was kind of doubling down. Right. With. No, he was
0: not saying that one team has a, a, a strategic edge, like right. a heavy strategic edge over the other. He was being pretty fair with that assessment. Yeah. Yes.
1: Yes. So, but take Georgia out of it. Michigan wins on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And, probably wins in Indy because I consider that virtually a buy, no matter who wins on Saturday. If if it goes like it did last year. Uh, That division is a joke.
0: That's rough, yes.
1: Let's (laughs) say, uh, I'm not going to get into, oh, if this happens, that happens. Just take my word for it, you don't play Georgia in the first game. You play one of the other teams. Because
0: you would be two, so you'd probably play TCU or USC or LSU if they pull off the impossible. Long
1: story short, though, does anybody in this field – Scare you other than Georgia. Do you feel that Michigan would be a, a solid bet to beat anybody but Georgia? No, no. I so think you don't think you think they are just big 10 good, basically.
0: No, I think they're I think they can beat any team if they play their best other than Georgia, but they could lose to USC.
1: Not that they're a lock to win. I'm just saying, so you would feel pretty good going into any other opponent, is what I'm saying. If they made the playoff, yes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. No, I, 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 this is. I really like this Michigan team. I've liked them all year. This is just because I'm, I'm trepidatious going into a place that they haven't won at since I was five years old doesn't mean that I don't believe in, in the personnel on this team, the talent on this team. I think that there will need to be changes in regards to their overall execution in, in, in regards to game plan. But um, no, the only team that I look at in college football right now where I say, I think if Michigan played them 10 times, I don't know if they could beat them as Georgia. I think Michigan can beat uh, uh, USC. I, I think Michigan is better than TCU. I know they keep winning, but there's been, there's been kind of like this, got to make, gotta bring it around to baseball, like this 06 Tigers thing with them where it's just like the ball's just bouncing their way a lot. Not to say that they're bad, but um, you know, I think that they could beat LSU. Um, so no, I mean, they, they would absolutely, if they made the playoff, have a great opportunity to at least play for the national championship. And then, you know, with Harbaugh coaches, a masterpiece, maybe you win the whole thing. Yeah.
1: I love Lincoln Riley. It, that defense, I, I mean, it is appallingly bad.
0: It It, it they, is. It's
1: like for the USC defense, the other teams in the end zone in like four plays. I've never seen anything like that. Yeah. I, I've bet on them three times. <laughs> they're, they're actually two and one for me. So it's not like they burned me a bunch of times, but. Every time they go up 10 or 14 in the fourth quarter, you're like, all right, shit, six minutes left, two-score lead. The other team scores a touchdown in like a minute. Yeah, <laughs> so but— I, I think Michigan would beat USC is what I'm saying.
0: It's—because it I, cause I think they would have, like you just brought up with the defense, I think, do you think they would have the potential to dominate the line of scrimmage. But, um, no potential, they would. Yeah, they, but uh, I think right now, Caleb Williams is the best player in college football. So, I agree. yeah, I think I think it's his Heisman to lose, especially after last week. And we, we were <laughs> tweeting back and forth about it with that game. But um, no, so I that's always what scares me. And we've seen it in college football before where, you know, I'll, I'll call it the Vince Young principle. You can have a team that is completely loaded. If you have a quarterback that just plays out of his mind, I don't care how well you play. You can lose that game.
1: Um, I agree. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I I'm with you on. Definitely USC and TCU. I honestly, I haven't really watched LSU. I know what their resume is. I know what they, you know, they're good. I, I know they got a tough road. I've, I don't know if I've watched like an entire LSU game. I was,
0: I, I was at entire LSU.
1: I, you, you have a charmed lifestyle. Well, I, I just watched these things on TV. I sp- spent a lot of money to do it, but yes, I,
0: I did. You have a charmed um, lifestyle. But, uh, well.
1: Yeah, you know, give it give it two weeks. People throwing their underwear at you on the street and stuff. It's, you're, well,
0: maybe not in Baton Rouge, but yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, but um, no, I was very impressed by him when I yeah. saw him. And I think like, okay, and, and our, you know, our, our boy Brandon did a whole segment about this. where like, you know, US, or I'm sorry, LSU fans are the only fan. Well, maybe not the only fans. I think Michigan probably falls into this camp too, who were like adamant their coach should be fired after the first game. And I'm like, dude, Brian Kelly's won. Everywhere, like, and I, they ended up slipping up against you know another team, but um, you know it throws a wrench in everything if they somehow upset Georgia.
1: Oh yeah, and it's not impossible. They have the horses, you know. It's, yeah, it's, they always do. Jay yeah.
0: Daniels had an excellent year. The defense has improved a ton. Um, that would be
1: they have a hell of a coach. I mean, you mentioned they
0: do. I, yeah, I, I that was and like I know he turned himself into a meme with the fake accent and shit like that. But that was uh, you know, but beyond that, um. No, they could do it, um, and that would at that point, you know, it's, it, 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 everything becomes chaos. But uh, yeah, right now, Georgia's the only team where I can definitively say like we're not beaten.
1: Speaking of wanting coaches fired, I was hanging on to this ship by just one finger. I was I was in the water but not fully submerged. Yeah. But I did not fully go to Harbaugh I should be fired. I was so close. You and Anthony Broome were basically there. You, you said it explicitly. He said, uh, and
0: I, I said on your show.
1: Yeah. No. Yeah. So let's, ru- let's run that. You've already seen a couple of these. because I, was I knew you
0: were going with this clip, man. I, yeah. I, I,
1: when I pulled these, it was just in our group thread because I thought it was funny, but yeah. I'm like, this is good. This is no, let's, good no, let's do it. I'll, so, I'll eat the crow. I make myself look bad too. All right, Ben, of let's course. roll that. Yeah, let's do it. So your boy here, who you love, who you forgive for his trespasses, as he forgives those who trespassed against him. <laughs> said that Jim Harbaugh was the best hire in the state of Michigan in the history of sports. Pro, college, high school, middle school, girls volleyball. That was my position. And I couldn't have been more wrong. Is he done? And do you want him gone?
0: I, I would have let him go at halftime of the Michigan State game last year.
1: Wow. So I, you're I, already I, in overtime of his. Yeah, He's I, already I, been here too long.
0: And Michigan State played an amazing game. But making Rocky Lombardi look like Pat fucking Mahomes to me is unforgivable.
1: Do you see a path where this program can compete with Ohio State within five years? I mean, are they going to win once in the next five years in that game? It's hard to say. I mean, it, it, it wouldn't have happened this year. I think we're all pretty confident in saying that. Yes. And then next year, probably not. So then you're talking about three years from now. Um, I don't see it. I, it's just that I think the window closed for them. So, I mean, Anthony and I say, and that was in 2020. Poor, when poor,
0: after, poor broom catching strays in the middle of this episode. And I put
1: myself under the gun, I, too. I know, yeah. And, I mean, Anthony and I are sitting there saying, "They." I don't see how they win one in the next five, and yeah. they won the next game after that conversation. Yeah. You wanted Harbaugh gone. I said in a clip that in that segment, but we didn't include it, that I'm still not there yet. Okay. But this was it for him. This was hit the last straw. He yes. has to have not just beat Ohio State in 21, but have a very good year. But I also said I didn't think that was going to happen. So mm-hmm. I, I didn't say fire him. I wanted him to have last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, were, you were like, he's already here too long. We were wrong, right? I mean, he obviously. Yeah, Why, what, a,
0: what a knucklehead that guy was in that but clip. But I think
1: but we, we had a justifiable yeah. reason. I mean, how long does this guy get? It was a legitimate yeah. gripe,
0: right? Well, first of all, the most embarrassing part of that clip was, is the suit. <laughs> uh, that's, that's, that needs to be step one. <laughs> Uh, Castellani may have been trying to impress a certain girl that he liked at the time, but we can move on beyond that.
1: Did it work? But, you know, Oh, I know the one you're talking yeah, about. I um, didn't know
0: who we were talking but, about. But, um, no. Okay. Here's, here's, uh, I'll do a full breakdown here. Cause I, 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 I am big on owning up to being wrong about stuff. We had a big text thread all year. Where I said the San Diego Padres trade deadline was stupid and it wasn't gonna work. Well, guess what? They beat the piss out of the Dodgers and made it to the NLCS. Okay, like, and I owned up to it. I wrote a whole blog saying I was wrong. Um, Here's the way I look at that. Cause we live, we love to do this, not necessarily you, but we love to do this on social media where guy has bad take two years ago, it's dug up, and and therefore that person was just stupid. Um, The problem with that is there's certain instances like, and I hate giving this guy attention. Uh, skip Bayless saying that Johnny Manziel was going to be more popular in Cleveland than LeBron ever was. That's dumb in the moment. The take I had when I was on that show, um, uh, was, uh, in 21, I think it was, uh, uh, May of, of, 2021. Not that it matters. Casey Mize pitched and got rocked against Oakland that day, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, that's beside that's side the point. Um, in the moments. I had no qualms about that take, and I think that there was a mountain of evidence that I was correct. Um, The Michigan State game in 2020 broke me. That was the one where it's like, because up until that point, um, I'm like, okay, they're winning most of the games they should win, but now you're starting to slip up in, in the COVID year against teams you have no right losing to. You're the biggest Michigan State fan, maybe that I know. You have told me a million times, how in God's green earth do we win that game? And not only how did we win that game, how did we dominate Michigan when Mel Tucker was coaching a game on Zoom all week? So like that was one that kind of broke me. I believe that three things happened that I overlooked uh, when it comes to the Michigan football program. Number one, unless you're Alabama, Clemson, uh, Ohio State, or the elites, you know, the, the, the cream of the crop, the COVID year was fugazi you know, Indiana was a powerhouse. I think that there was a lot of, there was a lot of weird stuff that happened that year. I think if you play out that entire season beginning to end with the fans, Michigan, while underwhelming, probably is seven and five and eight and four, you know, I mean, look at the non-conference schedule they had this year. You know, there's three built-in wins there that they probably would have had playing at home would have been a lot, you know, made things a lot easier. It reminds me a lot of the, the, Uh, 11-seeded Michigan State team in basketball that, you know, kind of snuck into uh, the tournament where, yeah, uh, maybe the worst Dizzo team, but there were circumstances that kind of got in the way. Number two, and this is something I haven't talked about a whole lot. I believe that there was player leadership issues for a few years. 2018, you can be all, you know, divisive about somebody like Chase Winovich, but the players loved him, and uh, he was a leader in that group. Devin Bush, again, divisive, especially among Spartan fans. Great player. I believe that the 2019 and 2020 teams uh, had some knuckleheads on their team, quite frankly. Um, And this is allegedly, but it's allegedly based on a lot of truth. When you have a quarterback who gets pulled from a game when he's down by 17 against Rutgers and is on the sidelines saying, I'm going to transfer and drop 50 on you next year, there's clearly some divide in the locker room. Um, so that those are two things I overlooked. And number three is that for the first time, maybe in his life, Jim Harbaugh left his ego at the door because they went out and got coordinators that knew what they were doing. I was never a big Josh Gaddis guy, but Weiss and Moore, I think, have done a fine job with what is an archaic but effective offense with that offensive line. Mike McDonald was the home run hire of home run hires. He saved Jim Harbaugh's career and they went out and got Jesse Minter who has essentially run the same defensive scheme and they have a top five defense again, regardless of whether or not they win this game. I think those three things were things that I did not count on being something that could turn uh, the program around because, you know, we talk about Anthony all the time. And of course, Luke Yardi was, you know, uh, was a part of uh, the Brewcast. We did videos after every one, of the, or every one of those games, podcasts after every one of those games. It was torture, man. I was, I was watching a football team that looked really no different than the worst of the Rich Rod and Hoke years. So while I clearly regret the take and was proven wrong, I don't blame myself for having that opinion in the moment. I still can't. Um, I'm happy that things have changed. Um, you know, Harbaugh, is will al- Harbaugh will always be a divisive guy. Um, I get it, but I have nothing but praise for the job he's done over the last two years here.
1: It's very true with the hindsight nonsense versus real time nonsense. Yeah. And, I mean, you use the ultimate person and purveyor of real time yeah. nonsense. But even but- even even
0: I've dude even I've had takes like I don't believe that I'm a crazy person for believing that Justin Verlander getting two years fifty million after blowing out his arm and you know Tommy John surgery. At the time, I'm like, oh, dude, I'm glad he's not coming back. That tigers oh, he's at, no. he was 39 years old coming off of Tommy John, yeah. not realizing now, and again, that was a bad take. That's a bad take. Yeah. Not realizing he's the biggest unicorn in the world and they ill it should have just ponied so, up. That's
1: what Tony and I said. We said, This is the, the tapes are out there. This is the one guy I'm not worried about because the only guy yeah. to have successfully done that at that age was R.A. Dickey and he's throwing and he's a, yeah, junk he's balls. A, yeah, so he's it does jump ball. So it basically had never been done. Mm-hmm. But Verlander to me was a good bet, and that was proven true right, but he's uh, about to get
0: another one too. Um,
1: another oh another big contract to me?
0: Yeah, Mets are going to pony up and give him 3 you years. You think he's
1: going to the Mets? Sure. Mets, Mets
0: or Dodgers? I don't I don't think uh, well, I, don't, I know
1: that's what Kate wants. Um,
0: New what, York or LA? Uh, or, New York or LA? Yeah. I
1: mean, uh, I'd
0: like I I kind of like to see him back out, outside of Detroit. I'd kind of like to see him back in Houston. Yeah.
1: So, uh, we talked we talked about Harbaugh obviously. I want to talk about Ryan Day and Harbaugh we release as mm-hmm. as the them. So, I ran through the same thing with AJ earlier today. Ryan Day calls out famously within his own team, but later came out that it was true. He didn't deny it. Calls out Michigan ahead of 2020. Obviously the COVID game that never happened. This was the Ryan Day quote talking about Michigan. Michigan better hope for a mercy rule because we are going to hang 100 points on them. That was Ryan Day in August of 2020. Now we know they never ended up playing. Fast forward to the... 2021 game, obviously the most recent iteration of this rivalry. Michigan obviously wins, dominates that game at home in Ann Arbor. Jim Harbaugh has asked about this, you know, hey uh, a little extra motivation with what Ryan Day said, you know, before the the last game. Let's roll that Harbaugh uh, Mm -hmm. quote up there. Let's move on with humble hearts and take the high road. People said stuff that spurred us, sure. Sometimes people that are standing on third base think they hit a triple but they didn't. That Dude, was Harbaugh. I love the... I mean, that is Donald literally word. the
0: most Harbaugh quote ever where he goes, we're going to be humble, but by the way, go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it, it, what it, that, it's, that is so... That is so it, you know what that is? That's <laughs> that's the line in Talladega you Nights know, when he keeps saying with all due respect and then keeps uh, shit talking. Like, you know, I'm saying this with all due respect. Like, no, you're not. You don't like.
1: Um, <laughs> you know, so I... Um, Who was, uh, was the Donald Trump tweet about Kim Jong-un before they were friends about... I can't believe he called me unhinged and crazy. I would never call him short and fat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <It's> like,
0: <laughs> to, to, to all the haters and losers of which there are many, you know, all that shit. Yeah. Um, no, look, I, I here's my thoughts on Ryan Day and about the rivalry as a whole, because yeah. I've had I've had a few takes about this. I have a, a good friend of mine who legitimately could be on this show named Nick Olson, who's in, yeah. um, currently a college baseball coach. Um, who who outside of people that I know in media is to me, the most reliable sports person I know he's had this take for a while that urban Meyer was just Jim Harbaugh's boogeyman that now that that um, he has moved on Um, that this is his opportunity to prove himself as the definitive coach in the big 10. And while I think Ryan Day is an excellent football coach, and I know the guy's gotten some, well, he's gone through a lot of shit for kicking kickers and, you know, fingering people on the dance floor. Urban Meyer is one of the five best college football coaches of all time. Yes. Maybe all it took was him to leave for Harbaugh to, to fulfill his destiny at Michigan and become the dominant coach, uh, not just in the Big Ten, but maybe the dominant coach, one of the dominant coaches in the country. I don't buy into that because Ohio State recruits too well. Um, But if Michigan wins this game, and if much like last year Jim Harbaugh outcoaches Ryan Day, I think it's time we can have that discussion. You know, maybe it was just as simple as a Meyer leaves, and Harbaugh, you know, took over in his rightful spot as the best coach in the Big Ten. I or not rightful spot. That makes it sound, you know, presumptuous. I know what you mean. But, but isn't you,
1: that a cozy blanket, though? Because I think no. I you know
0: I I don't. What's, the, what's his bowl record? I, I do not agree with the take. And if it was just, if it was just eleven and zero every year losing to Ohio State or losing to Urban Meyer, I could get that. But the fact is, he's gotten.
1: Does he ever won a bowl? I said on question. Oh, uh,
0: first, first year. First first so year won the won bowl.
1: One in five of, or six. Yeah. Or whatever
0: it is. Um. Right. And then one year they didn't play in a bowl because I mean, thank God. <laughs> um but with that team jesus like, mercy killed us by canceling the last three games but um no I, I so i don't agree with that but i do think that there will be some discussions about whether or not that's legitimate if he ends up beating uh ryan day uh th- yeah. this weekend
1: yeah. and the i am a big i'm a storyline guy i like storyline me too I, yeah. I don't you know i i respect analytics and Schematics and hey, here's what they're sending on this blitz package. I respect the importance of that. Mm-hmm. Not my bag. Not my cup of tea. A big storyline that I'm not even hearing enough of, in my opinion. Huh? We all know the obvious: eleven and 11 and zero, Big Ten college football, right, yeah. we Right. It goes without saying the rivalry. We yeah. we, we get that. The Ryan Day Harbaugh aspect to me has been under discussed, and here's why. Look at the stakes for these two guys. If you're Ryan Day, if you lose, you are two and two and a rivalry that was so overwhelmingly in your favor. Well, actually, you-
0: actually wanted to. I mean, you can count, if you want to count the COVID year, um, you can, even though they didn't play. But 19 was his first season.
1: Seriously? Did I get that wrong? It's, it, he hasn't legitimately beaten you guys twice already? No, the, I mean, now he
0: would have had they played in the COVID year, uh, well, but, but either way. Yeah, I mean,
1: it's I uh, will we'll check that way. I'll take your word for it. Maybe, maybe yeah. I read that wrong Well, because the last Myers yeah.
0: last year was the 62 point drubbing in 18. So I'm yeah.
1: checking the record on that. I've got to check that in real time. But either way, if you end up with what would be either one and two or two and two, either yeah. way in a rivalry that you have completely dominated, or the program has dominated for 20 years before you took over. What does that say about you? Not only did you – really, even losing one in the last 20 years is kind of embarrassing. Urban never lost one.
0: No. I mean, he
1: months. was here for almost a decade. Yeah, years, after seven years. and oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, so it's like even losing one is kind of bad to them. If you lose two and two in a row, what does that say about you? It sort of backs up this whole concept, fair or not, because you know narratives matter and perception matters. It backs up the narrative that – Maybe you were born on third base and thought you had a triple. Now, if Harbaugh loses, it kind of flips back into, oh, uh, what would that make him since you're, you're the statistician tonight and more so than me? One in seven in that rivalry? Yeah. Well,
0: you know, you know who it, what it makes him up to that point, And he's, he's not going anywhere. Well, shit, I'm sure he'll flirt with the NFL again. But um, what it makes him is John Cooper. Right. It, it, it makes him the guy who, who can do it every so often um, and who's by no means a bad football coach. But um, with a few notable exceptions is just the really good but often Shit. never great.
1: You were you are right. Fuck. That makes my point even stronger, actually. I I, I,
0: loo- <laughs> I lose I, I lose sleep over these games, so it's like yeah. I, you know, I, I you can't you you can't deny me on this stuff. Like I'm aii uh, I'm very much aware. I yeah.
1: would never get that stat wrong about a Michigan State coach. So anyone that says right. we care more about Michigan than our own team, right. I just debunked that. At least in my case, the twi- but-
0: the 2018 Ohio State game, Urban's last year, yeah. that was an Anthony Broom has spoken about this on your show as well. Yeah, that was um that that was like the in in it's not as bad, but that, that to me was the football equivalent of the 2013 ALCS, whereas I cannot believe it was that bad.
1: Was that Revenge Tour?
0: Yes, that, yeah. was, the, that was the other problem, is they had the, the big swinging dicks, and then you go there and you give up 62 points.
1: Yeah, that yeah. was rough. But the, but the Harbaugh thing, it goes beyond all just John Cooper. I've said repeatedly, banners are banners, which is football. Or, it, you, know, you know about. what I mean? Yeah. Titles are titles, yeah. you know? Oh, that final four was a fluke. The final four it hangs in the wrap. Uh, yeah.
0: Put them so up there. Yeah. The
1: Big Ten title happened last year. Cannot be taken away. But I do not think it's a completely irrational, unreasonable position for Michigan naysayers, Paul Feinbaum, and myself.
0: Though it's, even he's kind of come around to him a little bit bizarre. Well,
1: well then though. We're yes, but we're we're in hypothetical <laughs> land here. Okay, okay. Harbaugh yeah. loses Saturday. Yeah. Let's say that. Yeah. Now you're looking at Last year is very easy to say, kind of a fluke. I'm not saying it's fair, but that's it's a fair thought to at least put on the table for discussion. If you went, not, not that the game was a fluke, but just that it was not a sign of anything impactful because you went right, right back to losing.
0: Because, uh, statistically, one great performance does not equal the trend. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: Just to clarify, the game that was not a fluke. No, they all play the statement and a bigger picture was a fluke is what I'm saying.
0: You're right. Because I'm, I know it was a 15 point game and it took, you know, Hassan scoring that last touchdown to put it on ice. They did kick their ass like oh, that. Absolutely. That was that was a dominant performance Pump, by that offensive. Fluke, right? Fluke, no, yes. but I get what you're saying in terms of the overall narrative. Yes. Um. You know, it's like that team. You know, it's like the team that finishes in last place three years in a row and then somehow wins the World Series. Like it's just like okay, it comes out of nowhere. Um. Not to say that Michigan had been that bad, but um. No, I, I mean I'm with you. The the narratives will change, and that's why I you know I got I got uh, a lot of criticism for the blog I posted. It is a defining moment for the Harbaugh era where he can take himself in terms of the overall public perception of him as a coach from because he is like all the shit people talk about him. He is one of the 10 to 15 best coaches in America, I would say. like, Oh, yeah. 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 But now if he wins this and presumably beats Iowa. All of a sudden now you're top five. You, you have gone to you have returned to where many people in the country believe you would be when you got hired. Now, for whatever reason, it's taken way longer than any one of us expected it to. But you're starting to get a lot more monkeys off your back. You know, they they beat up Michigan State this year. Not to say that Michigan State was a world beater, but it's like, you needed it. You had to have it. Um, Yes. And and then you beat Ohio State back-to-back years. Now you're talking about that level of consistency that was expected when he got hired uh, by Jim Hackett in December
1: 2014. You have to have the second win. I, you have to, because yeah. that whole dragon slaying thing, that storyline that was out there last year, there's some people out there that think you guys maybe over-celebrated a little bit.
0: <laughs> I, I, you know what, man? I, I don't agree with that at all. Because I didn't think they had a chance. So I'm just I, like...
1: I, whatever. I just say... No, I don't mean that day. Go nuts that day. I mean, like, nine months later, tweeting the score at Ohio State fans, taunting them. It's like,
0: well, I think, mean, take a
1: breath, guy. I, like,
0: what fan base doesn't do that? Come on.
1: I, you guys should have been more relieved than joyful after the fact. That's my opinion. But I think I think you can be both. I was both relieved I and joyful. Like Michigan, so you're not going to get a new. And out I, state. I, of course, of course, no, I know. Well, but that's why we're good on this show because you
0: know I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to push back against that's fine. Push it. Push away. I, I get what I get what you're saying, but yeah. like, um, yeah, I still watch the highlights of that game when I'm in a shitty mood because it was the greatest thing ever. Oh, I don't blame I, you for that. Yeah,
1: I, yeah. The, enjoying it is different from. Stomping on Ohio State. I'm not saying don't enjoy it. Don't enjoy it so much outwardly at Ohio yeah. State's expense. And typically,
0: and, and you know me, I don't really partake in that shit either. I'm not, I'm no. not, I don't tweet a Buckeye fans and say, you know, 42 27. I just, no, what I do is I, I, I sit in bed at night and watch Hassan Haskins go nuts and I tear up a little bit and yeah. then I, I go back to bed. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, uh, yeah, I, my rhetoric is obviously substantially different than a lot of uh, Michigan fans out there. Yeah,
1: some that. some guys like if their wife or girlfriend walks in the room, they have to minimize their screen, you know, to not get caught. Like I'm minimizing like Andy MSU, uh, the YouTube channel that he does all like. the. Michigan oh, yeah. Staff. No, that guy does like, a, he
0: does a great job. Yeah, oh, he's
1: he's awesome. So yeah, I, I'm minimizing like Jeremy Langford scoring a touchdown against OSU. Yeah, <laughs> yes. no, I mean, it was
0: <laughs> those those were similar games, too, with like that light, late running, running game push. Uh, and just that realization of like yeah it's well, finally yeah yeah, yeah yeah i mean dude yeah. if you if you watch my videos like i have a basically a fucking shrine to Trey Burke like b- behind me so like you you know how this stuff works you know when it comes to fandom yeah
1: yeah i got a couple of shrines in, in my basement that uh you know do,
0: do you i haven't noticed <laughs>
1: yes, I'm, I'm a big shrine guy <laughs> Yeah. So i get i get taunted for the i don't even consider it a shrine i get taunted for the Jalen uh Watch Jackson display and to me it's like the weirdest criticism I'm like bro you got a shrine to Jill and Watch Jackson in your basement. It's like, it's yeah. Like,
0: I think it? I find it picture shamers to be a very weird lane because I just got, <laughs> I just got a bunch of uh, like a collage of about seven photos of me with barstool people, and they're like, "Why do you have a photo of you and uh, you know Big Cat together?" I'm like, "Because we work right. together and he's my friend."
1: What's the nature uh, of that criticism? Like, why is I, that, I, I, oh I, I you well, know, it, it,
0: it could run a lot. T- I it's think a
1: jealousy thing, right?
0: I don't want to go there. Yeah. I don't, But I'll I, go th- there. It's a jealousy. I I, I, I think I think it's like people are, are under the belief that we're not actually that close, and it's like, eh, no, we you know, we talk. <laughs> you know, it's, yeah. I'm not uh, claiming that these people. That I'm gonna. He's gonna be the best man at my wedding. I'm just saying. You know. You know. I have one of uh, uh me, you, and Anthony after uh. Uh, in Ann Arbor last year or last uh, I made the
1: you're on my wall multiple times actually at the studio yeah yeah, I know yeah there's like it's like you and one other person's up there multiple times So anyway just putting a button on that component yeah the stakes are so high in the coaching aspect because if Ohio State loses Ryan Day is going to be viewed very negatively AJ talked about it a little bit on my show earlier today Harbaugh loses you're right back into oh shit last year like yeah it was fun but kind of the storyline is the same. I, I don't know. I, I think that's what interests me. I'm more interested in that than I am even who goes to Indy, which is weird maybe, but I'm fascinated. Mm. I, I like stories. Just for
0: the, for the narrative, it, it, I, I, get, I get it. Yeah. Those
1: fans are going to fucking kill him if he loses on Saturday. Right. They're going to kill
0: him. Did I uh, – this, this is a little anecdote here. Anecdote. When I, when I worked at uh, Speedway gas station, uh, shout out to Scott, who is a great boss.
1: You had the biggest uh, resume jump ever, <laughs> like Speedway. Yeah, like, no, no I, it's, that was that was
0: I, I, I was a kill Badu. I went from uh, playing, you know, it's not
1: a gradual pill.
0: playing high, high A ball to be in the major league. He was an Ohio State graduate. Um, and he told me, he goes, when we played he, his first year, they go 12 and 0, not bowl eligible because of the sanctions. The next year they are 13 and 0. Now they squeaked by against Michigan or actually, I'm sorry, they were they were 12 and 0 squeaked by against Michigan. They lose to that Michigan State team. And he was like, there were fans who wanted him fired. (laughs) Like now, of course, they're mentally ill. Like that's 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 insanity. But it's like there's going to be there will be that pushback against him if he ends up losing to Michigan two years in a row, especially with the the talent they have, the skill position players. Now, a lot of those guys were urban recruits, but we'll see.
1: I, I think the Urban Meyer firing thing was one of the... Because I saw that stuff, too. It's one of, of, course, of the most ridiculous yeah. things. But even people shitting on Ryan Day, because I've defended him, I'd have to go into my Twitter. I history. think
0: he's an excellent coach, for the
1: record. I, yeah. It, it, people were shitting on him. His record, I'm kind of making this up, but it's close. It was like 30-2 and two or something, and they're they're shitting all over this guy. But they are going to be pissed if he loses on Saturday. And I'm not sure it's unfair. I mean, it's... At
0: home, especially. you
1: got to win that game. And
0: they were also, I mean... That's the one issue I have with college football is that when you go into a baseball season, there's what realistically probably eight to 10 teams that could win the world series. Yeah, um, we knew on January 2nd of last year, this was going to come down to Michigan, Ohio or of this year. I'm sorry. This was going to come down to Michigan, Ohio state. And whoop de doo we we've gone through the whole charade and now it's going to come down to, to Michigan, Ohio state. So yeah, I mean, We'll see. They were also, I'm not going to say overhyped because they're 11-0. The expectations for them was kind of natty or bust. And if you're not even making the playoff and losing at home for the first time in over two decades against Michigan, um, I'm not understanding the criticism of saying that he should be fired. But I do understand the criticism of like, where are we going here? Because you'll presumably will have been outcoached twice in a row.
1: I don't know if I've ever pinned you down on this, but I, I want to put a button on 2020 because I, I, we may have skated around it before what happened at the end there. Ben, can you roll the little mashup, the allegation of Michigan ducking the Ohio them. State game? Save, save that. Let's save that for one minute, Chris, and then we'll roll that. Now it comes down to they were going to play Michigan State Saturday. I still think Michigan waves the white flag, potentially avoids playing Ohio State next week. And then, David, they'll, they'll potentially get a game on the 19th. They could be sitting there with six games. Um, and Michigan, is that fair, David? Michigan could opt out, basically, of that game and keep Ohio State out of six games to qualify for the Big Ten Championship. Following breaking news here on SportsCenter, not the news that Ohio State wanted. Michigan has canceled its game against Ohio State this Saturday due to positive COVID nineteen cases and student athletes in quarantine in the Wolverines' program. It looks right, Herbie's right. He's one hundred percent correct. You white think, flagged it. I, I again, until we see the data, I don't know that you could say is, that. This is the Michigan Ohio State game.
0: They just canceled it. Yeah. For they're using a pandemic as a shield. <laughs> so okay. Can I just jump into that? I I was going to throw it right to you. All right, you making okay? Using the pandemic as a shield. Yeah, the pandemic was a big fucking shield. Hundreds of thousands of people died. Like, yeah, but you know
1: what he's saying.
0: I understand what he's saying. Here's what I know, because I, dude, I don't, I don't have that much of an in with the Michigan football program, to be honest. Um, I've I've interacted positively with one Michigan football player. Not to say I've had negative interactions with one Michigan football player. And it's because I worship him. And you, got, you
1: got to hit up Don Thomas. If you, if you want connections with Michigan football I've, players, Don, don it, Thomas actually, like, he's probably hanging out with McCarthy right now. He's, don, he's cheating on Cade.
0: Don, don, Don's don been a very good, night, very good guy to me. I'm not going to shit talk Don Thomas. You're a Michigan but, fan. But the, the one, the one, nice one all you guys. there's on. one Michigan football player that I've talked to in some capacity, like, not to get inside info, but just to, you know, say, I appreciate you. And this will come as no shock, but it was Jake Moody. So I don't have, I don't have a lot of, Um, insider information with this stuff. What I do remember was that Michigan's entire quarterback crew was out for that game. And the guy, uh, and I have the video, I can send it to you. And I remember I actually had a laughing fit, just being like, God, what a dumpster fire this season is. Anthony said that Hassan Haskins, running back, and Michael Barrett, linebacker, former high school quarterback, we're getting reps at quarterback for the Ohio State game that week. Um, now, I, don't, I, I know the offensive line had a lot of guys out. Uh, I truly, and people are going to call me a slappy. That's fine. I think that they wanted to play. I do. I don't believe in a, uh, we're so scared of getting embarrassed that we are skipping this football game. Now, uh, they would have gotten murdered. I like I've if they were at full health, they would have gotten murdered. Um, If there's any. If there's any conspiracy that I could see somebody going off of, it's that if they play that game and lose and they could have lost like 60 to seven, especially if you have a linebacker playing quarterback, you know, it's like the Broncos a few years ago ran out of quarterbacks and had, you know, one of the custodians playing, you know, um. That could have been that could have been the end of Harbaugh, really. I, I mean, I don't remember when you had Baumgarner on, and he said had they have played the full season and gone four and eight, he probably would have gotten fired. Yep. Um, if if they would have played that game and lost that game, I don't I don't know if he'd still be the coach here. But I truly I don't believe that they went out of their way to have that game canceled. And many people push back against it, and you may push back against it. It's fine. Um, The season was a disaster. I understand it. Now, the one thing Herb Street brought up that I just think is wrong. Ohio State was never not going to play for the Big Ten championship. They were. They were. That was what they said. Six game minimum. But they they played the whole Big Ten season so they could play in the playoff. Yeah. Like, you know, this Indiana wasn't going to Indy to play Northwestern. They knew. And and their whole like, well. We overlooked the criteria and realized. Oh, no, what they were saying is, yeah, well, this team fucking rules, and so we're gonna put it like, which I have no problem with. Yeah. Like, it that's, was the right. Uh, it was like, that was the, the right, right move. Outcome. So I, I think that part I push back against that. I don't think uh, Jim Harbaugh was twirling his uh, metaphorical mustache, going, "Oh, we're gonna keep Ohio State out of the playoff. They were gonna get in. They were gonna get in anyway." Not to mention they all actually had a lot of trouble with Northwestern in the, in the Big Ten championship game. But um, yeah, I mean. I mean, that's one of those things I've moved beyond like I've totally moved past, to be honest with you. But, um, yeah, it did add fuel to the fire at the same time. And this is a lot of credit to Michigan. That narrative lasted all year. And then the next year they went to Ann Arbor and uh, punched him in the mouth like. In a weird way, they kind of won in the end, in that aspect. Now we'll Well, see. they
1: punched him when they had more strength. I mean, that's... Uh, well, I and, and a
0: full that. crowd. It's no, like, I-
1: congratulations. Like, you, you waited for the other guy to get a little weaker and you to get a little stronger. You didn't fight when you were... It was to your disadvantage yeah. would be the pushback. I don't think they faked COVID results. Right. I do think that that's too far. Right, but what I do, you know, I don't think they said okay. You're actually healthy. You're negative, but we're going to make it positive to get out of here. I don't. That's, okay, that's, okay. There's a insane. lot of
0: people have implied that. Well, that stuff.
1: that's insane.
0: Okay, yes, but uh, I'm if with you there.
1: Undefeated or four and one or whatever it would have been playing that game to go and they they liked their team. And if they win, they go to Indy and they're in the playoff conversation. They find a way on the field. Is uh, my opinion
0: again. I don't know enough about who was and wasn't positive for COVID, but, it's
1: but speculation, if, we admit it that. will do speculation, but
0: if it was a circumstance like, uh, uh 2021 or 2018 where winter goes to Indy. Yeah, they probably would play. Do
1: you think it's insane at an institution like Michigan for a coach of one of their major programs to monkey with the results to get on the field? You think that's an insane notion
0: monkey with the results in the sense of. Making up positive COVID results? Or
1: making up negative results to, to make sure they're eligible. Do you think that's an insane concept?
0: I don't believe that that would happen.
1: Well, it actually happened at Michigan. Mel Pearson just got fired for it. Okay. So, uh,
0: I, I, You're putting me on the spot now, man. Oh, I'm I, just saying. I, 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 understand, I understand that, there were all, but there were also... I from what I know, and I'm not a huge hockey guy, some different circumstances beyond in terms of Mel Pearson's behavior that went beyond. Well, it wasn't the
1: only reason he got fired. It was harassment allegations. But my point, that's not even relevant. The point is that he did the he fudged covid results, according to their own investigation.
0: That's fair. But Mel Mel Pearson and, and Jim Harbaugh and the people involved in the Michigan football program are different people.
1: I agree. But I'm saying this notion that like nobody would ever do that. It, it happened within 12 months at the same school. So it's, it's, it's not an insane theory.
0: It's not me saying it's an insane theory. It's me saying that I think you have to take it at a case-by-case basis. I, it, that, that's fair, yeah, too. But, and,
1: and nobody knows. It's all speculation. But I, I just I push back on the idea... Oh, that would never happen. It happened at that same school. So it's the same exact thing. You're, okay. fudging, you're fudging results yeah. to keep – it's just the reverse, to I, keep guys I, eligible.
0: I understand it. At the same time, much like a lot of other things I've gone on recently with some rivalry stuff, um, I mean, I, I don't think about that anymore.
1: But they, I do because it's a <laughs> great thing to make fun of you for. And make me feel less bad about what's going on it's, at my school. But, oh, okay. All right. Now you're being upfront with it. That's fair. Now you're being upfront with it. Oh, completely. Yeah. Okay. Did That's, you see that Indiana There's there,
0: There's a self awareness there, finally, where I'm like, all right. Like, the, I, I get, because I, I could
1: it's be 100% of what that is. I,
0: I could be tossing it out like the dealer in Casino Royale, just handing out cards right now and be, you know, going with that. Okay.
1: In that case, fine yeah like, like have some fun can i just it. whine for a couple of minutes please okay yeah, let's, let's let's get to this okay what actually happens on saturday before we we touch on okay. the tigers a little bit yeah what happens here's
0: um how i feel about this i said earlier michigan can win this game i believe that they will be healthier than they were a week ago uh based on the intel i've gotten now healthier does not mean that Blake Corham going to be running the way that he was running against Michigan State. I don't know. I have no in, inside info about, you know, how healthy he is. There's three issues that um, worry me about this Michigan game. Because unlike previous years, like the Don Brown years, I have no concerns about the personnel. I think Minter has done a marvelous job with the defense. Here's what worries me. And people are going to say it's an excuse, but it's not. I'm sorry. Like, it's, it's just the truth. I worry about how banged up they are. I worry about the fact that they have to go on the road. And the biggest thing is as good as Michigan's defense has been this year, I, they have not played skill position players this good. They have not faced a wide receiver as good as Marvin Harrison Jr. They have not faced a quarterback as good as C.J. Stroud. This will not be a 2018 game plan bit of malpractice. Like what we saw, you know, uh, in the Rich Rod years, and what we saw obviously in 2018, which was they were favored in that game. I still can't get over that. Um, I believe it's a tight game. Um, i I've changed my tune a little bit. I'm going 27 17 Ohio State. Um, now I, which would technically mean they cover. Um, now I was talking to my my family about this the other night. Uh, predictions are stupid. Like, all, all it is is just setting yourself up for failure. We, we, you, you go off about this on Twitter all the time where you'll have a correct take. Nobody says shit, but when you have a bad one, it's. You, you, remember when you said that? Let's, so, um, and last year, dude, uh, my prediction last year was like 45 to 21. Like, I thought they were going to get just demolished. Um, all I know is they can win the game. There will be two things that really need to happen in order for them to do that. And for, and for the record, 27 to 17 is my final prediction. Two things will need to happen. Number one, uh, Blake Corum. And it could, especially if he's hobbling around, it could, needs to have his Heisman moments, needs to have that 200 yard, like, you know, he needs to do what Hassan Haskins did last year. And number two, as much as I do believe he is the most talented quarterback of the Jim Harbaugh era, you finally, finally, God, it makes me mad, hit a fucking throw downfield <laughs> to one of your receivers, okay? Because you know what? I'm not the, I was not the biggest Cade McNamara guy. Cade McNamara was a toast quarterback to me. But, and, and last year against Ohio State, um, that was the Hassan Haskins game. That was the Aiden Hutchinson game. That was the Mike McDonald game. And while they ran it as well as they could possibly run it, I think they threw three or four passes in the second half, and one of them was J.J. Uh, K did hit two huge throws in that game. One was, I believe, a flea flicker to Roman Wilson. I could be wrong, may, may not have the right receiver. The other one, in a moment in which Michigan was losing in the second quarter, made probably the best throw of his career downfield to Cornelius Johnson, uh, down to the one that set up Hassan Haskins' first touchdown, I believe. J.J. needs to make multiple throws like that. He is capable of doing that, and if that happens and you get out to an early lead, you can win this football game. Um, the one downside as well that scares me is while they're not a bad first-half team, they've been an underwhelming first-half team this year, and you can get by on that against Rutgers and against you know Indiana and some of the teams that they've played. When you're going to the horseshoe, if you find yourself down 14-3, to 3, 10-0 early on, you're the Jim Harbaugh ball that they like to play, uh, that's neutralized. JJ's gonna have to start making some throws then. So though if those things fall in line, they win this game. Um, I just when I watch Ohio State, even last year, when Michigan beat Ohio State, I remember watching the Rose Bowl, which was a great game, you know, 51, 48, and thinking, how in God's green earth did Michigan beat this team? So they they are not goliath this year but uh i think ohio state wins the game and much like last year nothing would please me more than to be proven
1: wrong about that it's an interesting game the handicap i would argue almost impossible today you mentioned the michigan injuries Ohio State's banging the fuck up too. They're down. I don't know. They may play, but one of the best
0: in, receivers has basically been
1: the best receiver Is has been questionable for nine weeks. Yeah. Jackson, Jackson, yeah, don't yeah. know.
0: Marvin Harrison Jr. is out of his uh, mind. I, but yeah. I mean, what, what a lot. What a luxury to
1: have. Either way, it's a huge loss. Mm-hmm. I, I, two of their offensive linemen are down. I think one may play, well, one may but whatever. Yeah. I mean, they have multiple injuries on their defense. They are as decimated and, and it's so it's like, are these guys playing or not? So it's, you know, if I find out that, you know, Blake Corum is a late scratch, that's going to hurt any chance. I give him he did, shit. You know, I, I, I'm not saying I have insider info. He's playing. I'm just using that U- as an example. Unless they
0: amputate his leg. That guy's playing. I'm using that as an example. Yeah. Like, yeah,
1: yeah. J- Jack to t- p- pick your guy. There's things that could swing where, or, you know, even if you're betting in game and you see the first series and uh, Jackson Smith is out there trying to, and Jacob is trying to uh, play a series and then, oh, it's. Fucking leg he's, he's, he, do, he's, he's
0: doing the Willis Reed he, shit. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: there's just so much. There's so many. There's always injuries, but this year in particular, I don't know. I am picking Ohio State to win. It's not just anti-Michigan. It's from my conversations, honestly, mainly with AJ. We touched on it today. Yeah, he, you know, he's still very plugged into the program. But he said oh, the Ohio State guys, for them to lose even once to Michigan, they're showing up to like team events and with alumni. They have like co mingling with alumni mm-hmm. and current players. Some of the recent alumni are like. This is what AJ was saying on the show today. Man, I was five and zero against Michigan. Like it's guys with extra eligibility, I was—they're <laughs> was, da- damaged goods. Well, they're—they're they're looking at these guys, yeah. Ohio State players. Like, what's like you lost yeah. once? What's wrong yeah. with you? They do not—they are mad. They've been hearing that shit for twelve months. Yeah, of course. they are pissed. Michigan, to me, in theory, does not have the same mental incentive. The stakes—they both—they're both playing for the same, you know, prize and nugget. But just the mental, the human, emotional factor. Yeah. I, I got to give the edge to Ohio State.
0: Yeah. Now, let me counter that with a question. Yeah. Because, uh, and this is not, it's not meant to be insulting because I do the same shit. When was the last time you predicted Michigan to beat Ohio State?
1: Oh, wow. W- were you on them in 18 when they were favored? No, tw- probably 2012, the fickle year, or 2011,
0: 2011. Okay. Well, yeah, the, the Denard. Uh, yeah,
1: but, no. but I've mostly been right. Picking <laughs> no, them. no shit. Yeah. So,
0: You've been wrong every time. I've been right. wrong once. Right. So yeah, it's like um, I have
1: a pretty good record actually.
0: Yeah. No, that's fair. No, that's fair. Look, I, I um, it's it's gonna be an emotional game. I, I, I've weirdly last year alleviated a lot of stress because I'll be honest with you, dude. I didn't think he would ever do it. I did not think they would win that game. And um, I like it was. If I'm ranking best sports wins of all time, that's in my top two or three. You five.
1: were there, right?
0: No, I was not. I was at Indy. Um, but I was not in. Oh, I know,
1: I know, you were in. indie Saint uh, Elmo's with Broom and having the that spicy tamales. So I tell you
0: what, man, that was. that I read a book about that 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 weekend. But um, yeah. I, I I I'm 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 with you, man. I it it would, it would bring a lot of joy to my life. And, and but it's one of those things, man. Because I get and we we've had a bit of a back and forth about this. And I have with a lot of people is I I'm a firm believer in the chase and how how fun that can be. And I know we lament like. That era of Tiger baseball, but uh, we went into October for a long time, being like, all right, let's let's do this," and they never did. Um, a team that two years ago was down seventeen nothing to Rutgers is playing for a chance to beat Ohio State and go undefeated. And it, dude, you know me, man. It'd break my fucking heart if they lost this game. But I'm, uh, it's sometimes the chase is worth it. You to be honest. So I'm, I, 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 I have mild confidence. I don't think they win, but I'm really I'm looking forward to the moment. The pro the problem is, um
1: I don't have anyone to watch the game with. Um You if you put out a tweet and say that you're lonely, you will have Twenty thousand people at your door. But they
0: so, all they all moved away, man. Oh, I mean,
1: you're, you're giving me this lonely routine. Don't be like one of those I'm, I'm like Eeyore, or pow, some shit. Pow, those pouty rock stars. Everybody well, fucking loves it, you. It, 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 it,
0: it, like hide behind the tears of a clown. It's yeah, no, so just
1: no. gonna be a behind the music about Chris Castellani, <laughs> where it all went wrong.
0: I'm, I'm, I'm Leaf Garrett. <laughs>
1: you have the, you're <laughs> the highest approval rating. If anyone <laughs> even like criticizes a take completely, objectively, fairly, and kindly, people are like fucking. Grabbing pitchforks, yeah. to impale these. I people. gotta.
0: I'm not. I'm not gonna say who. I'll tell you off all the right, air. But, right. I'm, but I got a. I got a FaceTime call with about two minutes left in the Illinois game last weekend. Um, and I was freaking the fuck out. I'm like, we're gonna lose this goddamn game. Who's stiff? Uh, Whatever. Uh. uh but uh, that, that's
1: pass eight. Of, you don't FaceTime someone. Sorry.
0: But, you know, it, was, it wasn't a mean thing. It wasn't like an insulting thing. He, he, he didn't know. He didn't know that he wasn't watching the game.
1: Oh, okay. Um,
0: like it was, no, it wasn't an insulting thing. And I was like, for half a second, I'm like, okay, I can breathe. All right, we're good. And, then, uh, and so I actually, you know, I'm going to text him later and give him credit for Jake Moody making that last field goal. So, yeah. Um, and also, I like, I'm laid back here. I'm a psychopath when I watch these games I, I I have the same principle as you do. I'm not responsible for what I say during games he yeah. can't I can't do it, yeah, yeah so,
1: I, and I could even extend it to like fifteen minutes before because I'm always predicting either we'll get blown out or we'll blow somebody out yeah and and at least at least twelve hours after I think I'm exempt too, but people will pull stuff yeah. like, oh, in the third quarter during a seventeen to two run, you said Michigan states lost their way on defense it's like. It, Fuck you! I, it, they, uh, on that possession, yeah, they probably yeah, did. It's like, yeah, you know that's that's where it's like those takes should be viewed with the tiniest greatest. There, salt there needs ever. to be
0: an offshoot of Twitter that is just like a vent. like a, this, a is event. A, a, this is you this is you know it, it's a scream into the void section. That, that's that's what it needs to be. Is so put it aside. Nobody else can read it. You have your inner circle and it's just you screaming at a wall until the game's over. What is it yeah.
1: like snapped snap I don't use snap snap hit the window, like disappears? It disappears it. Yeah. after like seven <laughs> seconds. Yeah. Like that. Like, uh, this I'm, take cannot be screenshot. Uh,
0: yeah, no, I might I might have to do something like that at some point. Yeah. Um,
1: you work for a media company, pull some strings. All right. I, I like your score. I think uh, I think that's about right. And
0: I I my prediction is also seventeen seventeen going into the fourth quarter. Like I don't think this is gonna be a, a 14-nothing game, uh, you know, halfway. Yeah. I, just, I just think they outlast them.
1: You better, you better hit some downfield throws, brother, because uh, every time I was looking up from the horror show in East Lansing, McCarthy was sailing some other ball yeah. three yeah. yards And a,
0: a lot of, as I brought up earlier, a lot of that was, the receiver's got to be better. You know, they they dropped they, oh. dro- they drop some. And now
1: he, I didn't see any of the drops, so I didn't watch. The okay, video. well,
0: no, there yeah. were there were three. There was two touchdown drops.
1: Yeah, you mentioned that. Yeah, was, yeah and yeah.
0: then and and then one that was a first down drop that would have elongated the drive. So
1: he better make some throws. So. He
0: has to, and I I like JJ. And and you know what? In fairness to him, he's a true sophomore. He's like this is if this was you know like Shea Patterson in his last year's, you know, air mailing passes drove me nuts. It's like man, you've been playing college quarterback for four years. Yeah.
1: This kid, I know, I know you. I'm wa- not saying kill the kid. I'm saying he better hit those throws or you're not winning. I'm not saying oh let, no, let, dude, let's burn him at the we're, stake. we he's got to make the throw. We're in lockstep, yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah. No. he doesn't have to be perfect. He can't he can't miss five throws because those throws aren't going to be there all day. Mm-hmm. I he, mean,
0: he needs to be what Cade was last year. Hit two or three big throws downfield yep. that move drives get you to the goal line and then you can go with Corum or Donovan and Edwards, assuming he plays and, and punch the ball in. Do
1: yep. you have the stamina for like seven minutes on the Tigers?
0: Dude, I get stamina for 70 minutes on the Tigers.
1: Well, you know, we, we got to keep our audience. OK, that's that's Although fine. with you here. I could probably do a seven hour marathon. I,
0: I, I, dude, but I, I got time man. I don't worry about it. Yeah.
1: The Scott Harris thing. Yes. We are Scott Harris honks, you and I. We are. We yes. are huge. You are huge fans of Scott Harris. We've talked about this on Spaces before. We were singing the guy's praises based yeah. on his resume based on his reputation, based on his press press conference, conference. which is we were, we were getting into like almost creepy territory with the fangirl stuff. And I, (laughs) I I don't don't blame myself for it. No, I (laughs) I stand by it. I have no, I have zero regrets. We've loved everything they've done so far since you and I have even talked about this even privately. Yeah. The developments kind of continue favorably. I don't know the Michigan position coaches, but everyone seemed to think those were good hires, the hitting coach and, so this who I actually met, by the way, well, you've been, you're a dignitary. Nice guy. Yeah. You know, he met you is what you meant to say. But, oh yeah, totally. we've, we've liked every. don't sandbag yourself, but we've liked everything they've done. <laughs> yeah. This off season, what, what do you see happening as a general, you know, feel free name names or no names, but as a general yeah. impact, what type of a step statement are they going to make? Are we looking Big game hunting. Are we looking kind of modest and then maybe pounce next year? We've been thrilled so far. Are we going to yeah. be thrilled three months from now with what they did?
0: This is my prediction. One big signing and a lot of other modest. You already
1: got to clarify. What, the, what does that mean? What's the quotation?
0: Wilson right? Contreras, potentially. Okay. Um, and then a few other one, two-year solid player contracts. Now, Avila often tried to do the same thing. Um. The record speaks for itself. Uh, here's, the, here's the sad truth about the Detroit Tigers right now. Is that let's just, I, I, was, I was planning on what I was going to say to you about this. So I'm just going to you know, re- reiterate my rehearsal. Let's say that a good offense in baseball, not Astros, not Dodgers, or not even Phillies who you know, went nuts in the postseason, has probably six guys in a nine-guy lineup that you can look at and go, like that puts it together a tough at-bat. You know, the guy's pretty good. The Tigers right now, based on what I saw last season, have won. And that guy was a rookie who actually wasn't as good as people made him out to be. Like Riley Green was not, you know, I think because of how bad the rest of the offense was, like people made him out to be Juan Soto. I think he's going to end up being really good. Much better as a defender than we expect. But I'm, I'm strictly talking offense. So that essentially means they are five players away from having a good lineup. You're not getting that back all at once. You can't. Uh, unless Chris Illich says, fuck it, Aaron Judge, Carlos Correa, go out, get everybody, which he's not doing the Steve Cohen thing. Okay? So this is going to take time. And a lot of that will come through player development, good drafting, good scouting. Uh, this will surprise some people. I don't believe last year's team was as bad as how they played. I think that there was a weird Murphy's law, everything that could have gone bad did. Everyone had a bad year. Like, like I can't over, oh my God, I can't overstate that enough. Everyone was bad. And if they weren't bad, they weren't healthy. Or they went missing for three months as pitchers. Or, you know, and God bless him. I hope he has a great year. And I'm not, you know, Austin Meadows had the mental health issues and I wish him all the best. And he is the one where I, I still think he's going to be good. I still actually, so I'll give you two. Um, but they are deficient at, at third base. You know, Jamer was awful and now he's gone. Um, at catcher, I like Eric Haas, but I like Eric Haas as a backup. Um, so I can't really put him in there. Uh, Torkelson, as of now, is deficient. Could turn it around. Uh, Javi is Javi. Um, you know, you go back, you look at the rest of the outfield. Um, you could put Haas left, sure. Um, there's certain guys that you can look at and, and, and say maybe, but they are about five or six players away from having a good offense. Um, you're on, As sad as it makes me, you're not getting that back all at once. You can't get it back all at once. Yeah. The, the, I think that the reason I say I think they were better than how they performed last year, is because, again, the Murphy's Law Principle, the biggest issue with the pitching was just the bad luck with the injuries. And you have to expect there's going to be pitching injuries, but when Drew Hutchinson is leading your team in innings pitch and every single opening day starter gets injured, all of them, some of them getting Tommy John, and that's not even including Turnbull, who got knocked out the year before, um, that part I can say, okay, I think the pitching's going to be fine. Fetter's a genius. The bullpen was in the top 10 in the sport all year in terms of ERA. Uh, their number one priority is they desperately need to improve offensively. And my hope is that uh, coaching will help with that. But as of now, they are going to be returning a second baseman. He picked, he picked up his own option, which why wouldn't he? Who had a 239 OP on base percentage last year. So that's not really a Harris problem it's going to be one or two years before we can kind of deal with uh, this team being relatively competitive again. Now, if the coaching is better and the scouting is better and you know, the video department is better and the analytics are better, maybe this can be a 75 win team a year from now. I love the hire. I think that everything he's done up to this point has been masterful because as much as we liked him when he got hired, do you know how disappointing it would have been if he would have come in here and said. You know what? I like Scott Kulbaugh. I like David Chad. I like Ramon Santiago as the third base coach. Now he's, I made this joke. He's gone through this organization like he's Nicholson in the shining, axing off people who have been a part of this pestilence that have destroyed the organization over the last seven years. So I love the hire. I like him. I don't know if it works because the sad truth is that sometimes presidents are as good as their owners and owners are as good as their presidents. The X factor here is what Chris Illich is going to be willing to do and willing to allow him to do. So I like the hire. I think it's going to get turned around in a few years. But um, we're going to find out here, man. We're going to have to find out.
1: I, and you kind of said it. You don't have to have those five bats added via free agency. It can be in-house growth. I mean, Right, but that, that takes a few years to do that. You know. Does it, though? I mean, couldn't Torkelson be good next year in theory? So that's two. <laughs> Okay, but if you sign two guys, now you're up to four. And now I'm looking at, okay, like, I mean, I don't like Javi Baez. Is it impossible to think that he's functional next year? No, okay. He's he's been a good hitter. He's
0: going to be, and maybe I'm just saying this for the sake of my sanity. (laughs) I think he'll be better than he was a year ago. I Um, agree. It's a low bar. It's a low bar, but what was weird about him last year that I think, and th- we've seen this happen, is he sucked defensively, too. Like, at least last year, if he did the whole, you know, swinging at pitches that were being thrown off the fucking whales outside of, you know, Comerica Park, you know, that shit. Um, even if he was doing that, you could at least say, okay, he's a 2D he's a war defender. He wasn't. I mean, he I, led the team in errors, which I'm not huge on errors, because it's like, those are often a reflection of opportunities, but... It's where I give Torkelson credit. Torkelson saved his ass with the scoops at first base Many a times. million times. Many times. So um, that makes me think he might have been in his own head. Uh, but I, I really think when I watch the really good teams in baseball, uh, and I'm, I'm an analytics guy, you are too, and I'm not, I don't live and die by it. I mean, hey, Dusty Baker just won a World Series. Is Dusty Baker, you know, uh, checking out Sabermetrics every night? Probably not. The organization is. But at the same time, I think that one thing that the bill of goods that Alavila sold this organization was that, um, oh, we got an analytics department now. All right. Just because you buy your grandparents a 1998 AOL dial up internet computer doesn't mean that you're running on like a a, a Windows. We're with the Times now. Exactly. It's, it's now it's, it's with the Times. And, and so that, that entices me a lot because. We've seen, and it's the biggest frustration that all of us have seen, is all these Tigers who leave Detroit and get better. Well, why is that? Did Justin Verlander you know, just get a new arm? Well, you could argue he did because he got Tommy John. But at the same time- He was dominant before. He was dominant yeah. before he left here. So what happened? What, was, it, was it just that he decided to get better? No, he was open. He goes, I saw it, went there, saw the video department, fixed my slider. Um, one big thing that got overlooked- Uh, in Harris's press conference is he said, we want to make this a destination where people want to come to play here. And I viewed that as kind of a thinly veiled shot at, I don't know if I want to come to Detroit because I don't know if they have the resources to make me a better player. You know, there's no reason Correa shouldn't have been a tiger last year. There's, there's not. Um, and so you, you go with Baez, who's the biggest free swinger in the entire sport. And now you're going to have a ways to go here. Um, So it it sucks because it's not Harris's fault that he's going to have to do a mini rebuild. uh, And people may blame him for it when in reality, it's the previous seven years that screwed him over.
1: It sucks because we have to, and what choice do we have, but we have to give him time. And it's just, me of all people understand, it's so insulting to fans to ask this fan base, For more time, but you kind of have to when it comes to a new regime, you have to. To me, it's like I have no animosity like, hey, Harris, build this right. Take your time. My animosity comes on ownership because you had I'm sitting here years before the owner could figure it out. Like it's not like I was unique. All the fans thought this. Mm -hmm. It's not. It was some brilliant take on my part. You thought this. I thought this. Ben thought this. My wife knew that Avila sucked. She barely watches this stuff. Yeah. Even she knew that and, everyone
0: and, hated and, and this. And to, to be real, man, yeah, I was probably more patient than almost
1: anyone. Well, else yeah, you're, you're 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 a friendly guy. Uh, yeah. Well, well, you're it, the last. But off but the I'm every a fan, shit. I'm a fanboy too. I just want him to be good so bad. So I'm like oh, maybe, maybe, maybe. You're yeah. you're a hopeful. You're a hopeful spirit. But the point is, any animosity about oh shit, three more years before we pop, like. Direct that at ownership, not at Harris. Oh, 100%. This now, is, this could have been avoided. He's a clean slate. Yeah. There, there's like there's if you're blaming. And I know I know how
0: Twitter is going to work. If they're bad next year, it's oh, you hired your savior. And like now he stinks. Uh, I, and people will do that shit. I'm telling you, it's it's gonna it's gonna take some time here. And it's time they don't you know, a lot of people think they don't have. There is no way. And I've, I was talking to uh, White Sox Dave uh, on at Barstool about this, where he uh, Tracy Smith, who is now the head coach at uh, for Michigan baseball um, coach, Spencer Torkelson at Arizona State and uh, Andrew Vaughn, who's a player that I like and you like, yep. uh, who uh, I think will be a all star first baseman in uh, uh, for the White Sox. And uh, White Sox Dave said this publicly, so I'm not, you know, revealing personal information. He said Vaughn is great. Torkelson is a free. So something got lost in the translation. Because you don't go from dominating every single level of baseball to being the, and this is two things are true. The worst hitter in the sport on fastballs down the middle and having the single worst in terms of wins above replacements, worst season ever by a number one overall pick. That makes me think that's an organizational problem because dude, no one had a good year offensively last year. No one, probably their best hitter was Riley green, who I still believe had an OPS plus that was below league average. And you could maybe say, just, and part of it's the story, because people like him, Eric Haas. Besides that, nobody else. I, I,
1: th- I mean, I don't have to look at the baseball reference page for 2022 to give Spencer Torkelson the benefit of the doubt. I can look at their baseball reference page every single year since Alan Trammell was drafted. I've tweeted about this. We yeah. talked about it. They haven't. What, what was it? They haven't drafted one guy, one uh, bat. That finished top eight in MVP voting one time. You got guys like Sean Figgins that yeah. have had top five, top six finishes. They've gone 30 years, th- over 30 years, without developing one guy. Yeah. That not, not one that finished top eight once. That they, not, once?
0: To, not top eight, but it's,
1: dude, it goes beyond
0: that. Do you know that. how bad that is? It's so bad, but dude, it goes beyond that. The last position player they drafted who started the All Star game. Was Alex Aviva.
1: And he was good there. And no, and, and, you yeah. know what's
0: weird? I, yeah. I liked Alex Avila. But Underrated. It's, but it's it just, but I wrote a whole, uh, or it might have been a video where I talked about this. Do you know how good that era was where we used to think he was a bad player? Like when he, like he, after Jackson and Hunter and Miggy and Fielder and, yeah. and Vmart, it's like, oh, here comes Avila. Avila was.
1: We got three seventy OBP. You know? Yeah, it's like he hit <laughs>
0: some good. he had some monster home runs and took a beating behind home plate. Yeah. Like, um, and of course the irony being he's the son of the guy who ran the organization into the ground. He but was the good of the Yeah, no, I, exactly. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I they they I am encouraged by the fact that the division stinks, which does help. But, um, I, I believe in this guy a lot. I I really do. I was in like press conferences or press conferences. But him laying out the philosophy that he did, him being young, and as you brought up, the the recommendation when you have Theo Epstein, who is you know the greatest GM maybe in the history of baseball. No, maybe. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, saying this guy rules. Um. That I mean, that's that's incredibly encouraging. It sure
1: beats that Ken Rosenthal piece. Multiple sources. We don't think this guy's clever enough to maneuver. That was I
0: was in Omaha. We talked about I was (laughs) I was in Omaha when that happened. That article, that article made me laugh. But it
1: one of the funniest articles. It it
0: it made it made me laugh. Like it was like (laughs) it was like laugh crying because I I made a video about it where I said, "What is said in this article is everything we've been saying for five years." Like. Like, I mean, and Rosenthal, I think, is, you know, in terms of baseball stuff, you know, maybe the best. Like, I, lo- I, Ken Rosenthal's brilliant. But to essentially have the gall to write a piece in which you call another team's GM, basically stupid. Yeah. Like, like that is, and, and I, I'm willing, because we talked about this with Chris Illich, too. I think there were two moments last summer that broke him. Dude, because I don't care how rich you are. Eventually you break a little bit. You have to. That article, and then, and I made a video about this where I had a tantrum, which I don't take back. When he did the whole, I'm happy with the progress of the Tigers, and people were like, we're 40 games under 500. I think that got to him. Not saying that we're now going to have the Pudge Rodriguez moment, we're now going to have the Ozzy or not Ozzie, uh, a Carlos Gann moment, Um I think something might have clicked there because I don't, I don't care how much money you have. The, the amount of public shame has to get to you at some point.
1: Chris Illich doesn't have a subscription to The Athletic. I disagree with you on the first part. But I think but, I, but I th- the word did, he, got out. He doesn't bad. even know about that article is my guess. The second part, I'm with you.
0: Who knows? But, but the thing is, I always assumed, and we talked about it a million times, yeah. I always assumed they were buddy buddy that it was never going to happen. We talked about it on Spaces. Where Two I,
1: days before it happened, we were like, this is never going to happen. Yeah, to
0: <laughs> my, my, my whole thing was best case scenario because Avila was admittedly one of the older GMs in the sport was mm-hmm. he just says, all right, I'm out. I'm just t- retiring and we can get somebody else in there. The fact that they fired a mid-season, I, don't, I, don't, I would love to know. And the fact is, you know, every four years, Chris Illitz sees a shadow and we hear from him, which is kind of annoying. Um, I would love to know the moment. If there was one where he's just like, it's just not working anymore. Because they struck me as two guys that probably had dinner together every night. So I'm like, I don't, you know, I, I, I don't know what clicked.
1: Uh, yeah, I'm with you. That'd be a fascinating thing to know. Like, just what, what was it? Because to me, the worst that we saw from this guy kind of already happened in the past. Right? Like, what was worse than blowing multiple trade deadlines with critical components? It's like, to me, once wow. that was blowing up, I just total mishandling asking for the moon from Matt Boyd. And he was such a disaster that
0: that 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 one gets overlooked so much. Not
1: by me. No, no, but I just my cause celeb for like a year.
0: uh, And that was. Oh, my God. I remember those videos. I was throwing shit across my room where it's like this guy he is a fine, solid two war pitcher. They thought he was Sandy Koufax. Uh, Like, Like it was that was insane. Now, really, though, I mean, God, holy shit. It lasted five years where it started was the mishandling of the 2017 deadline. Yeah. that That's what it was. Because if, if you get, you know, a, an overhaul for Upton Verlander, JD Martinez, he's probably still there. I, I like he, you know, it, yeah, if it,
1: he got anything in right, training yeah. multiple hall of famers. Yeah. Might, <laughs> right. probably, probably would. It, be it, exactly. Yeah.
0: Like, and it's, it wasn't just cause there's a little bit of bad luck involved, you know, Franklin Perez being made of paper, but like, the fact that the one that gets overlooked is they traded Justin Upton for a guy who like retired like two months later. Like it yeah, was I mean,
1: a, baseball wasn't for him anymore, right? Pro- yeah. Probably because he found out he was playing for the Tigers. Yeah, so I mean, it was for the Angels too. So he, if he did have a good career, it would have been wasted. Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. Uh, just we'll finish here because I don't want to keep you too long. No, I'm,
0: dude, I'm happy to be here, man, honestly. Tell, yeah, well, you're
1: the man. This is why you have the record. Thank you. But I, I do want to finish here though. Has your opinion, Chris Illich? Fires Avila, finally. Yeah, yeah. August 10th, 2022. Has your opinion of Chris Illich from August 9th, the day before that happened, to today changed based on that decision? Are you still equally cynical and even he had the break eventually? Have you fundamentally changed even a little bit on Chris Illich? If
0: we're doing a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being I think you're the worst owner in sports, 10 being you're Steve Cohen and you're going to spend out of your ass and you, all you care about is winning. I went from a one to a four.
1: Oh, so a big jump, actually.
0: Uh, well,
1: Those if three uh, levels, that's a pretty big jump.
0: Yeah, but if you see a movie that's a four out of ten, you know, I wipe my ass with. I'm it. not I mean, saying it, you
1: wipe like it, it right, no, if, But that's a big jump. I mean, but, you're be, going from uh, like she to uh, I don't know.
0: A lot of it is because of Rocky how low. Four. A lot of it, <laughs> yes. A lot of it is how low the expectations were because I didn't think it would ever happen. So I was like, okay, you, at least you are implementing the idea in my head that maybe you're really starting to care. But, you know, and I like, and, and because I like the hire, you know, I, I think I I like And I don't know how much of that was him. They brought in Eisenman, but you, you know what? I need to see more. Cause First, Clinton, it's more from Harris or more from,
1: Oh no, Harris. I'm on board with, I yeah. don't, I, I'm like, I'm blindly signing up for that yeah. magazine. Yeah. Um, no, no from Chris, because I mean, even the worst owners in sports eventually fire their dumb dumbs and even the Fords, but I didn't he, think he ever would. I didn't I, think he would. I thought he would. Eventually I did not. I was ready for it to go on for another three years. Everybody has okay. their breaking point. Eventually. I mean, yeah. Matt Millen, Had to get, you know, he was forced out only because the owner's son went over his head and went into the public and said, This is a joke. Why is this guy still here? Yeah. I mean, there's always, even if it's an absurd breaking point and absurdly belated, everyone gets there eventually. But I mean, even to the point where if Avila just leaves, you said it. I mean, he was, he's kind of getting up there, but whatever. Do do you
0: think, do you think Avila was worse than Matt Miller?
1: Yes. Yeah. Uh, um, uh. It's hard, though, because he was more damaging because... Avila or Millen? Avila. And yes. Here's why. Yeah. Avila came into an opportunity where I think in terms of starting to rebuild, it was really stacked in his favor. Multiple pieces to offload. An ownership group that was still willing to keep you at least middle in the pack. You're mm-hmm. not running bare bones. Yeah. You were, you were given most of what you asked for. By all accounts, publicly and privately, he was given carte blanche. There was no undermining. Avila got to do everything he wanted. Yeah. I, you're, you know, you're not in a cap. You, you know, you're spending more than half the teams.
0: Coming off of a very prosperous era. I, I, you know, whether you like the, ex- you know, the world's not win the World Series, whatever. But, like, when Millen got hired, the Lions were the Lions. You know, we were coming off the Dabrowski exactly. era, which was, you know, I, again, we, we, we complain about it, not winning the World Series. A very fruitful era of Tiger baseball.
1: Tigers like, have multiple championships in their history. They had multiple close calls in the very close rearview mirror. Yes. so why? Like what did Millen ruin? It was ruined on arrival. <laughs> Avila took over yeah. an iconic. Not it's not the Yankees or Red Sox, but a good winning traditional brand. Yeah. And just blew it. And I, I just I don't his opportunity. He's holding on to these glory pieces. These glorious high value veterans. And got absolutely nothing. I just don't think they're like apples to apples, and I think Avila blew it more. They were equally it's a perfect bad. Perfect way to
0: put it. Yeah, it it's a did. perfect way to put it. Yeah, he 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 had he had more resources, more players to trade away. Because and, and we've talked about it too. I never hated the idea of the rebuild. Like I still have arguments with people who say they should have never traded for or never Most traded Martinez. Are
1: outliers. Most people were on board with it.
0: Yeah, I I I was always like, dude, this core's In 2017, there were like eight games under 500 when they set the reset button. So, like, regardless of how good the players they had were, the team was not succeeding. So, yeah, man. Um, You
1: don't let Scherzer leave if you're trying to just run this into the ground and and extend it as long as possible. Though that was not him. Well, no, I'd say, but organizationally, I, I know it wasn't him. But it was that wasn't even Dombrowski. That was Mike Illich getting, getting all hurt. getting all sensitive. Yeah, just like he did. It was Sergey Fedorov, but it was the Tigers' version of that. Yeah. But I'm just saying, organizationally, if they had kept Scherzer, then that's the argument for once the Villa takes over. Okay, we still have Scherzer. Verlander was having a down year, but like you have enough there. Or even if the team is struggling, I'm not selling. If I have Verlander and Scherzer here, you know. So it's, it's of course that was the key. Yeah. I mean, there are multiple factors, but if I'm pointing to one thing, if Scherzer's on the roster and he was the best pitcher in baseball, or top five, uh, best the ground was, <laughs> but was top five in that run. You know, arguably still is. He only goes like five innings every start now.
0: Well, but he he's been
1: injured, but he's, it, he's still he's the man, He's so dude. good. I mean, he's he was still for, the man. He's good for seven years after that decision to let him walk yeah. and, and and counting. Maybe the greatest free agent contract, like, ever. What he did he do with the Nats? I mean, he was so fucking good. And, you know, he was replaced by the worst contract in Detroit sports history. But anyway, that, that that's yeah. where I'm at with them. I'm kind of with you. I, <laughs> I went from, like, a one. man. even I think one is harsh. I mean, he's not, he's not like, you know the the A's running this on like a $60 million budget. I yeah, don't but they don't
0: have the money. Like Illich has the money. Is so that's that that's why I put it at a one.
1: Okay, but I mean he can he can just make a decision to not spend. I mean it is I will never put an owner at a one if they're not even in the bottom 10 payroll. I just that's like a rule. Like if you're not in the they bottom they were 10, for a while. But they're not right now. Yeah. yeah, because of Javi Baez and Erod. <laughs> like, that's I'm not, just saying, I, but it's enough of a commitment, even if it's a dumb one. I'm, don't make me defend Chris. <laughs> I mean, I mean, go throw up after Yeah, this. no, it's all good. I'm no. not going to go there. I'm
0: you, just doing devil's advocate. You sat here for two
1: hours. You have not commented on the adjustment to the Paul Bunyan trophy. Let's finish there, actually. I mean,
0: with, you, with the blindfold on it? Do you, do it?
1: you like the, the yellow blindfold? Was that a You're the Michigan fan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was that a fair compromise? Because I was told I had to take it down. But I, you know, I just spent all this money to have the shelf mounted, you know, yeah. under, under the wall. It'd be a huge empty space. I think he's, you can't see it on camera, but yeah. I, I think it would be wrong to completely take him down. Is, is the blindfold a fair compromise? Be the judge on this.
0: I'll give you the blindfold. I think a face mask might work a little better. I,
1: I, I got to cover his whole face.
0: I see a little bit too much face. <laughs> Like, 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 like Paul, Paul Bunyan right now, like, looks like he's about to partake in something that's a little bit kinky. That's that. That's the problem with what I'm seeing right now. We we got fifty we got Fifty Shades of Bunyan going on in Sparrow Avenue Studio. That's 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 the one issue.
1: But, the idea was he's like a hostage. Was the, the goal? Which <laughs> apparently may- I blew that
0: one. Which may- maybe he was, but um, no, I mean uh, <laughs> in the role playing that he's yeah that, that that that's the one issue. Is like maybe yeah maybe Paul Bunyan's happy with losing that game. I'm oh not I'm not God. quite sure. But i um, a funny guy. I'm yeah. I'm I'm, do- I'm doing the best I can, man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah no oh. there's there's plenty of ripe right material when it comes to Michigan Michigan state for uh. sure well, um, at
1: least I made a good faith effort to acknowledge the fact. That, no, you
0: acknowledged it. Yeah, yeah. No, you you didn't keep him up there for sure.
1: Should I put the, the white helmet that we swung at you guys? It's uh, over your shoulder? Yeah. I, I, I was telling you earlier. Sure I was
0: telling you earlier you should, but you got to put police tape over it just to make sure that <laughs> to, there's an active crime scene going on. Right? I don't know, like, careful.
1: David Diamond says you guys came in like the battering ram. So I don't know. Well, let's, dude, you guys, I'm, were, I'm so you guys were like trying to. Bu- it was like the DEA busting down a, a, the door. You, you One of your players, I'm not going to name names, but that's what David Diamond said. David Diamond said the Michigan guy came in, yeah. spearing people, and you know. well, he was
0: also the one who said uh, Davion Bush, right? Was that was that his?
1: Uh, I'm not going <laughs> to comment on the grammar. Um, it had at least one or two typos, yeah. and it was a, it was a colorfully written piece for sure. Yeah, yeah. we like all our guests. Uh, no, of course, man. I'm, I'm I'm
0: I'm having some fun. I like I like talking to you, man. I, so I said
1: we get Tom Mars. In a KY jelly match, we're talking about kinky stuff, against David Diamond, and whoever school's attorney wins. Are you talking uh, about in a fight or a KY it's... jelly match? Have you seen old school Will Ferrell? Yeah, 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 yeah. Comes down and that's ah, for tonight's main event. You know where Blue fights the two girls in bikinis? Yeah, yeah. Get get Tom Mars in a giant inflatable pool with David Diamond. Fill it with KY. It can be off brand to save on cost, and just fight to the death in the KY tub. And if Tom Mars wins, you charge them all with first degree murder. And <laughs> if David Diamond wins, it's a high, high stakes, Justin, <laughs> well, that's the only way we play. If David Diamond wins his brawl to the KY death, then not only are the charges dropped, Michigan has to vacate their wins and give them to Michigan state. I think that's the only way to settle this because enough with the investigation. I have attorneys coming on the show. Oh, well, actually it's totally normal for this to take three and a half years. Get them in the in the pool.
0: Yeah, I mean, look, that's uh, that's that's almost like a very barstool esque thing. Because who know, wouldn't pay to see that? No, well, dude, do. Do you know how we settle our issues at barstool? We do rough and rowdy. Employees fight each other in a in a, a boxing match. Which, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's so uh, we we'll, I'll be
1: uh, my resume. I got great ideas. You know, I mean, I, just what you need. Another person. Hey, hey, you guys hiring over there? Look, oh, yeah, I mean, I just want to resolve thir- the
0: thirty emails I get a week. I will Boston. not
1: talk about Tunnelgate on the show. I'm like Bart Simpson writing it on my chalkboard. A thousand yeah, letters. but I,
0: I, it's about. I mean, I, I would. I just I'm just I'm just like you know we got to beat Ohio State this week. Oh, we so get, that's, well,
1: you guys got bigger problems. Uh, yeah, anything to distract from the actual season is good. I like I I need a couple more criminal investigations. I,
0: I'll be because I I know Valenti was talking about this too. It, in terms of Michigan State football losses that didn't okay that sounds weird that didn't matter like excluding. Wisconsin 2011 like where does that rank the Indiana game and like worse?
1: Oh, he stole my point. That was my that was my point in my post game show. Where if you take away the Wisconsin game and stuff,
0: I know I remember you talking. Yeah, about that, that. I
1: mean because you know whatever he has a burner and half of the things I say end up on his show. But he's he's the best. I'm not making any accusations. Yeah, but no, I I, just, I,
0: res- I respect Valenti a lot. I, a lot of people uh, think a lot of people think I don't like him. I I like. like he's
1: Valenti the he's by. the best the town's ever seen. I yeah. love Valenti. I think he and I have a I, it's not plagiarism. He and I think alike. But yeah. yeah. It, it is, and I actually talked about this. I hope I, I don't know, he didn't say off the record. It doesn't matter. I talked about this with Chris Solari too privately, because he's been covering this team for years. Yeah, he said the Notre Dame '06 game was like is how
0: to, far to me. It, that's that's number
1: one. Yeah, but the problem with that is you. Yes, you lost that game, but you lost to a Maxwell Award winner, which is like the other Heisman in Brady Quinn, not did, to did a he, guy. Did he
0: win the Maxwell that year?
1: the uh, other one at that It year might have I- been
0: the year before because Troy Smith, I thought, swept everything. But, but either okay, way, he's a great, he was a great to, college quarterback. You lost to a and an so, NFL And first, Samarja, who was a beast, and Rema McKnight. This yeah. whole
1: team was better. But just take, you lost to a Maxwell Award winner first-round quarterback in the yeah. NFL versus a team that completed one pass. That's why it's worse.
0: Yeah. And, and a team that was off the rails, too. I would say the one it's comparable to was the Illinois loss in 19. Uh, that That was yeah. like, To me, kind of the death nail, and I loved Antonio, but that was kind of the death nail there for that uh, regime. Yeah, but um, but at least yeah, at least that team did make a bowl game, I believe. So um, you know, they barely squeaked by Rutgers. Yeah, it is so bizarre, man, that I seem to know way more about Michigan State football history than probably any michigan fan on this well because i grew up around here you grew so, up there yeah yeah you know
1: we're rent-free in your heads that's because if you know anything about the rival you know you know you what's even comment
0: i'm this. surprised i don't get that tweet more often
1: because people like you i get that shit all the time if i point out the michigan score rent-free i actually block people now i'm not kidding mm-hmm. if you say rent-free i'm i'm, I'm blocking you it's and lazy they, but then, but then no. but I, I block every lazy take now and it's what my feed is so much better for it. And then people will say, oh, he's soft. Yeah. You hurt my feelings saying rent free. No, it, it's definitely not that you're just annoying and you're poisoning my, my feed, it, not with toxicity, but with stupidity and, it, and lack of originality. It's, it's
0: not unhealthy to cut people that just add nothing to your life out of your life you know like i don't i don't view you as being insulted by it no i go through the same thing and we uh okay i'll be vague here but there was you know i had a bit of a freak out about a month ago when i was texting you about (laughs) i'll I'll move beyond it but it's it's just like but you, you you know what i mean where it's like some people some people say shit about you and it's like dude like i Do I suck at my job? It wasn't bad. It It couldn't be that
1: memorable. I don't even remember what you're talking
0: about. I'll I'll (laughs) I'll tell you up there, but it's just like where it's just like you feel like you feel like shit about it. And you're like, am I doing the wrong thing? You know, the stuff that just happens. But yeah, no, I'm with you, man. Um, before before I head out, because I, I I don't know if you have anything else to no to we're cover. good we're, yeah we're no on. I mean I, I mean I could I could talk to you all day man I like cause the thing I I don't uh, I don't I don't have a show anymore I, my show is my Twitter Spaces that, that that's what I do and then my post game videos uh, I just want to give a little plug to uh, the company I work for um, now you know you you look at the followers that Dave has it's not you know. Um, I'm not exactly. Uh,
1: I knew you were coming on here to plug your little upstart. The, yeah, this little, this little,
0: this little dunk, you know, mom and pop shop. <laughs> but, um, motive. but uh, you know, f- it, uh, truly I, uh, and we all break free here for a second. There's been some stuff that's come out lately, and I, I really want to let people know who are watching, whether they're on the fence. And some of them are just never going to buy into it. Um, I love the company I work for. And I I've been surrounded by amazing people. And a lot of people get hurt when I say that these people are my best friends, which is like weird. Like, why does that matter to you?
1: It put it on the list of weird gripes.
0: Yeah. Um, but like, you know, I, I there's so many I, I could we could do an entire show of me just telling Barstool stories, you know, Omaha and going in going to Indy and that stuff. So uh support us, you know, support what we do. I, I don't know what we're doing for the Michigan Ohio State game, especially with it being thanksgiving weekend um but um you know good good vibes there man good vibes i love working there i mean it's you know i get all sentimental now but i dude i remember you had me on your show 2020 and my hair was all disheveled cuz it was covid so i hadn't had it cut and i remember you you went back and you watched the show and you texted me and you went do you hate me and i went no i don't and basically i said i'm just Pretty miserable. Oh yeah, <laughs> and uh, it was it wasn't it wasn't that, and I always felt bad about it. Um, and not to say that things are, are great or 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 perfect, but um, you know, let's be real, man. My life's changed a lot, and uh, so to be here with you doing this, um, the only downside is just the drive. But <laughs> be, be beyond that, like I love doing this with you. I really do, and I think that you're doing a, a phenomenal job here. And, uh, when I see even how I'm busy, when I see that you get a guest on here and you're doing your thing, um, it makes me proud of you. And, uh, I think I told this story before, but I the first time I was on here, I was, Jesus, I was still in college. I was terrified. And then, uh, you ended up paying for my gas and I'm like, that's very nice thing to do for, for a college kid. So, um, yeah, no, I, I will, I will do this if, if the timing is right, I will do this with you anytime. I mean. Yeah, I I gotta I gotta head back, but um, I I could do this anytime, man. So I I, I I I I I I truly, and I was talking to my family about this last night. I very much appreciate your friendship, and I appreciate the job that you do. So no, yeah. thank you. I right I'll, back at you. Yeah,
1: you know, uh, I mean, I I like saying I'm I'm your friend first now, but I was a fan of yours before I knew you. You, you know, no, you so, were you were
0: because yeah. I I'll be honest, I at the time, and I'm not gonna go into the past. I was under the assumption. I was just going to be the yelling guy. That's probably the thing I'm proudest of is there's been this weird transition where I've gone from the, okay, this is the guy who just rants about the Tigers to like, he kind of knows what he's talking about. That was a
1: topic I'd I'd have to go back and watch. it when The first time you were here, I asked you, is it frustrating because you clearly have chops that you are often dismissed as that. That dismissal doesn't take place. Maybe it does. I have not read that. Not, like, not anymore. In no, like, it, two, it, I haven't it, seen that even once in two it's, years. It,
0: it's, it's gone beyond that. And now, of yeah. course, I still get pissed, but but it's, it's, you know, it's a genuine thing because it's, I, I think the way I view it is how do you pop off on the internet? Will you just make more noise than anybody else? Well, it's not true. Like, I think that, that what we do at our company has proven that. And, um, you know, to be, you know, to be around and did the traveling I've done has been insane. Like I'm, I'm, I'm not, I don't fucking barely read books, but you know, one day, one day I'll write a book about the ways that some of the stuff has gone on since I've, uh, since I've been working at barstools. So support our stuff. Uh, it's a beautiful company filled with beautiful people. And, uh, there's always time for the Spiro Avenue show. And I promise you, I appreciate
1: yeah. you. I appreciate you. And thank you sincerely for that. And, uh, you know, I, I have always said, I'm like kind of, Indifferent on bar stool other than you and and Brandon. Not, I have no like negative opinion. It's just it's always been kind of. I'm more of like a cow herd guy, and there's oh, only, no, I, 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 only so many media hours in the day. It's it's
0: one of those things where it's not for everybody, and i you know
1: we, we It's uh, not uh, even that it's but, not for me. It's just like no, I know I'm married to my the couple guy like Bill Simmons and Colin Cowherd, yeah. and I just I'm like out of time. But but <laughs> I'll,
0: I'll be uh, and this this will be my last point. I know yeah. we're running long, but like when I got the job, I remember you were incredibly proud of me. I'm going to get emotional here, I'm sorry.
1: That's all right.
0: And you sent me the champagne yeah. and with the with the note that said you did it. But I was scared because I'm like what if I suck? Like what if they don't like me there? And um the truth is, you know, Michigan, yeah, I'm 27 and I know a lot of people that live kind of far away now. And uh you know, I I I'm shitty with this. And we've talked about it with my responses to stuff with me to you, with me to Anthony. And, uh, you know, it's a bit of a drive, but, um, I, I really want to promote what we do there because, you know, it gets a little lonely. I got my four, I got my four windows in the basement, uh, four walls in the basement and my family guy flag and my star Wars flag. Um, and then I'll, sometimes I'll get a text from you. Or Anthony or Mitzi. This is for the Barstool people out there. Or Megan or Clem. And it's like, you know, keeps you going. And, uh, you know, one day we're going to move beyond that. And uh, we're going to see where it goes. But uh, thank you for what you've done for me. And uh, regardless of where anything else goes beyond here, don't forget that. I, I genuinely love you and love what you've done for my life and the way you've talked me up. So I'm actually I'm gonna shake your hand right oh,
1: now. Oh, you got it. Well, and after I'll give you a hug. But you know, of uh, course, yes. Uh, and be, thank uh, you
0: to Ben, by the way, yeah. who uh, who You know what? Shout out to Ben. Ben is one of the like the ground zero Castellani fans. You know, he we uh, met at yeah. we met we met at O'Kelly's, I believe, 2017. So um, you know, this is this is going back a ways. So yeah, I uh, sorry to keep you long. I mean, you got more important pressing things doing. You got wife and kids, which right now is a foreign concept for Chris Castellani, but, but that's, um, but yeah, just thank you, man. Thank no. you. Uh,
1: yeah. Everything you said right back at you. And if I, if I can send you a text to give you fuel, man, I'm happy to do that, but of course. <laughs> or it fuel up your emotional spirit, but um, <laughs> we're going to get there. Yeah. We're going to be, alright. Yeah, yeah. And you're fine. And uh, you're just, you're just the best. And we said repeatedly before you landed in the dream job. And I, tweeted one of the clips what a few months ago it's like this just matter of time yeah Where'd that one
0: that one that one that one got to me that one and then me um now here's the you this has been a 99 percent perfect show what, okay? what did i get rocked you still haven't seen west side story
1: Wait, that's not a wrong take. That's just Wait, but just but a but bad job. I, t- I told you to do
0: it. I told you to do it. That's uh, the, right. the remake, by the way, for the people out. Oh there, yeah, the, the, uh, yeah, you've seen the original million yeah. but, a million but, times. Oh, but but that yeah. that's that's the one. If that's the worst thing you got going for you for this show, you did a pretty goddamn good. job. I'll one. have the full so,
1: book report on your desk. We'll, we'll
0: have to. That'll be. We're going to do an off the curb, and, and it's just it'll it might be your least watched episode of all time of Ca- <laughs> Castellani. Trying to do a thesis about how the remake of West Side Story is better than the original. Hey,
1: but. I'll just, you and I can watch it back in five years and we'll enjoy it. Chris it, Castle, exactly. you? you're the best man. Barstool Sports. Thank
0: you so much. Love you. Viva La Stool. Appreciate it, man. Thank
1: Love you, you, Chris. Love you, Ben. Love you, Eric, at home. Great job, Ben. Hey, this was our fourth show in two days. So uh, we're done for a couple of days, but we'll try to sneak in one more. I am working on Tyson Walker. The most demanded guy, like, I understand it. Tyson Walker's a hell of a player. After, um,
0: after that Villanova game, people, too, especially. I get so Jesus. many, like, when are
1: you getting Tyson Walker DMs, texts, and just replies and stuff? I, I think we're close, so working on that. Well, we
0: didn't get into basketball, but I, right now. Oh, yeah, it's, it's no, a happy it, day. It, nah, it's, it's, you bro, guys else?
1: stink. You stink Not right going. Now.
0: I'm not going there yet, but I'm concerned. But, no, I'm talking for state. Oh, we're that, great. That might be my... Vin, my uh, a very vindicated take from on, on my part because i tweeted about three weeks ago this is the second weekend team and people thought i was crazy um this team's good that i team had no good. idea what to think i yeah. i had no there was good. a cop out they're good but we'll talk about it more off the air about why i felt that way because you know jesus man we, there's only so much show but yeah um
1: I'm, I'm in i'm in for that conversation yeah
0: no we'll talk about it in a second but uh thank you man thank you everybody
1: love all of you thank go guys, sorry Chris.